I forgot I put on my stickies. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world, and that's our job. like a tribe called quest you say the whole thing welcome to a part named kickback it's like a tribe called quest you say the whole thing and we're not the black scene in no more i don't know what the hell we are now something else yeah. yeah um yeah we figure it out but um the revolution still will be televised <laughs> <laughs> um if you if you don't know if you were living under a rock i am no breaks new the righteous ratchet if you throw it i'll catch it if you got it i'll match it every monday it ain't monday no more neither no, it's worst day it's given wednesday it's given wednesday the Wednesday, Thursday combined would be Wednesday, right? Wednesday. Wednesday. West. Thursday. Sister Sites today. We right back at it. I am the Black Savage, the mag needle of my people. Say hello. Hey, man. I like it. All right. Are you going to introduce yourself? Straight to the point, J. Lou. And I was going oh, to introduce. Oh. This, is, this is a brief little introduction. I think you're famous. We, yeah, exactly. We have um, a familiar face here with us. I think you've done a, this is be your third time doing a podcast. Because mm -hmm. we did one together. We did one with DeAndre. And we are bringing you back. You, you haven't been here since before the pandemic, right? I have not. This is definitely post-pandemic. Damn. So it's been all three years since we've seen each other? It has. How you been? I've been good. You look good. I'm going to try. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is Brittany Sade, the corporate black girl, if you didn't know. Anything you want to tell them about yourself? Um, I am Brittany Sade, the corporate black girl, as me just said. Um, I am a trust and financial advisor by day, and I trick people into believing in themselves um, by night. Ooh. That sounds like she would be faking orgasms. Oh, do you, do you trick people? Into believing in themselves, yes. How do you do that? Tell me, get, tell me more. Well, I'm a connector. We're like the professional plug, as people like to call me. So I make sure that I provide resources, words of affirmations, as well as connect people to be able to kind of regain their confidence and do whatever it is that they want to do. Because nothing's impossible. However, you can't do it yourself. So I'm just out here to bring those resources and connections. I like it. I like it. I like it. So um, we'll shout out to our sponsors. Uh, Moe's Marvel is clean as she comes through and cleans up for me. Gets the place looking nice and right. If make a woman live here. Um, shout out to her. Hit her up. Use code KICKBACK because you will get 10% off of your cleaning. 
whether it's your apartment, your house, or your business. Um, MySexRoom.net, another one of our sponsors. Um, ladies, we know the rose is all the rave now. You know, the wand, all the rave, rave now. The wand? Yeah. There's a wand now? There's a wand. Well, really, the, the wand, and I'm speaking of, is more like a massager. But it's oh. called the wand. Okay. But there is a wand that we call the Tinkerbell. I can tell you the story. Okay. My birthday a couple of years ago, I had a, um, what can I call this? I had a freak party, I guess you would say. And we discovered this. Like an orgy? No, well, not, not quite an orgy. Oh. <laughs> it, it was, it was a, <laughs> when I heard freak and party, I'm like, well, it was a, it was a play, it was a play party. So it is kind of like that. It's a play party. And MySexRoom.net provided the toys and there were demonstrations. Oh. And we right. found out. I'm sorry. I'm so curious. When you say demonstrations, like mm-hmm. live demonstrations. Yeah, live demonstrations. Live demonstrations. Oh. Um, and it was one that looked like what you might call like a magic wand. Like in um my homegirl called it the, the Tinkerbell wand. Because it's like a little wand, but apparently the vibe is powerful. Mm. And when we left that event, everybody was like, I want that little wand. So when you said wand, I don't know if you meant the little Tinkerbell one or what I was referring to, which is the, looks like a back vibrate, back massager. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking about the bippity boppity boo. Yeah, that, that's the one that everybody went crazy over. Interesting. We just called it the Tinkerbell. Well, somebody named it that. We just stuck with the name. I love it. But um, you can go to mysexroom.net, use code kickbackers and get 10% off. So you can get you the rose, the wand, and the headlines ring. So hit up mysexroom.net, use code kickbackers. And for all your insurance needs, you know, home and auto, holler at myself, you know, life insurance, holler at J. Lou. You know how we do. And for your financial services, you need to get at Brittany Sade. Hello. So having said that, let's see. Actually, let's let's see where we at, where we at, where we at. Now, high low, who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? How long? I'll do it. My man. How long? It was a good week. I got into the gym a couple times this week. You did tell me that. First time, you know what I'm saying? A couple weeks, so that was good. Because I was procrastinating for a while, so I had to check myself, put it on the calendar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Kind of go with that. Uh, business, you know, I had a couple people, you know, a couple insurance policies, get people underwriting, so that's always a good thing. Oh, excuse me, always. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Couple children policies like IUL policies, so that was good. Kind of build some uh, cash value for them. Um, low, you know, I'm on a, a mission to get certain stuff paid off by the end of the year. It's, it's still progress, but it ain't done yet. So I will mm-hmm. put it as a low until it's uh, until I can check it off. I'm the type that I need to be able to check it off. So I can't check it off until it's done. So I guess that'd be the low. But okay. it's, a, it's a plan in place to get taken care of. So. So it's going to be a high. Right. Yeah. yeah, eventually. I love it. So you get the format of how long? Yeah. So Would you like to go next? Sure. Okay. Um, so my high, well, let's start with the low. I like to end on a good note. All right. Um, so far, my low would be, I don't know <laughs> if this is appropriate, but. Um, Everything's appropriate here. You sit next to the righteous ratchet. <laughs> 
a high because it's actually hard for me to think of a low as, as, as cliche yeah. as that sounds. Um, well, we always celebrate when someone can't think of a low. That, that's a that's a good ass week here in the middle of it. Yeah, like I can't think of it. But a high would definitely be like I'm I'm working out. Um, I also secured like a um, twenty seven million dollar account, and then afterwards it was a twenty one million dollar account. Damn. Um, so as far as like business and things of that nature, well, it's not my money, but, um, <laughs> it sounds like you can get part of it. Um, wifey. So, you know, as far as trust accounts, I'm not even sure if I should be saying that, but I didn't give any specifics, but, um, so as far as business goes, that was kind of my high as far as what's going on right now. And just feeling like, as far as I've been in the business for 10 years now, and it didn't mm-hmm. dawn on me until like these attorneys or different settlement planners have been specifically requesting me to be the trust advisor on the accounts. And that, I mean, it just feels good to have your work appreciated and to know that um, clients and our partners find good in what I do. That's what's up. That's what's up. That was a good high. Um, What was your inappropriate um, low? I want to know now. No, it wasn't necessarily like inappropriate, but I was just going to do the normal, like, you know, I'm just trying to figure out how to make some more money. <laughs> but I feel like I'm always doing that. So I didn't know if that was a good one. Okay. No problem. No worries. <laughs> um, my, let's see, my low of the week has just been this month. And I don't mean in every, in every way. I'm, I'm in sales. I think, see, we all in sales. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a low sales month. Um, I won't say the company's name, but the company that I work through um, has some pretty significant price hikes. And I think they might have priced this out of damn Georgia. <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of adjusting to that. Um, so that was my low, is that we're last week of the month. And I'm like, mm. And they looking as pretty as Brittany right now. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm looking, looking kind of like me. Huh? But um, that, that's Kawhi tripping. Uh, my high was the crew was having a, um, a getaway for one of the guys' birthday. So we're gonna you know go to the mountains and do what you do in the mountains and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't gonna go because if it, it was a lot of reasons I wasn't gonna go. What you do in the mountains? What do I do in the mountains? Nah, you do what you do in the mountains. I'm, I mean, you, you mount you mount stuff. Wait. You, you, you mount a 10. Hopefully you got a 10 with you. You mount 10. Oh. <laughs> it, uh, and I have that. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, I got that. I have that sound. <laughs> I feel like mine was better. <laughs> job, job. That, that must have been a white drummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Season. Right. It was they put some raisins in that in those drums. <laughs> Keep the raisins out the drums, everybody. Please. Um my oh so that my high was I was thinking about not going. The first thing they tried to do was um I had my I had a room. Um we all had our own rooms, whatever. And then I've almost forgotten about it. And then they came back to me and was like, yeah, so we got everything planned. We're wilding out, we're bringing some other people, so the rooms are gonna be a little bit different. Um new you and JB gonna share a room. And I was like, in a mouth. I'm trying to. He ain't even a 10. 
what the fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about? And um, so I'm gonna go and get um that, that got cleared up. And so now I'm gonna go in, in Mount Ten. Um, <laughs> but my how was that um something you always get on me about, like do something for yourself, take time for yourself. Exactly. So I was like, I had a you know fucked up month. I'm just gonna chill. I ain't gonna do nothing. I'm just gonna work and da da da. And I heard your damn voice in my ear, like you gotta do something for yourself. Make sure you take time for yourself. Pay yourself. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking go. I'm gonna go. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm, I'm waiting. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh no, this is gonna be a real chill, um, uh, relaxing weekend. Um, it's, I'll put it this way: it's gonna be a psychedelic weekend. Yeah. Oh. Um, it's in the state. It's about an hour, fifteen minutes away. I, I, I'll have to show it to you. Um, can't see it because he don't want nobody to pull up. Oh, yeah, because then I then I have to mount twenty. I didn't I didn't bend to the mountains. <laughs> you didn't bend to the mountain top. I didn't see. Always good in the mountains. The mountain top. It ain't nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this place, you know, we play disc golf. You know what disc golf is? So it is golf, but with the frisbee. Um, and you throw it instead of putting it into a hole, you throw it into a basket. So you still have 400 yards or 300 yards. So you'll throw it once. That's your, you know, your first set. You throw it again. You throw it until you get right to the basket. Then, of course, or if you're good, you're 50 feet away, 50 yards away, and you throw it and it'll go in the basket. It's the same principle as golf except basket and a disc. Okay. And our resort has a disc golf course on it. And this is the game we play. Well, y'all going to a resort, so y'all ain't going to well, sit at home. It's an Airbnb. So who's oh, y'all? Okay. Um, Me... The crew, me, well, JB is going, me, Jeremy, and F. And some tennis. Yeah, that's right. Basically, basically just people who don't, not real athletes. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> don't be hating on Because I'm like, yeah, many like, sports as I've played and like, like watched, you, you, you never like, heard if of you, it. If you've game. never gotten picked, Basketball, football, it's like, like that's what we, you get into. It's like we gotta yeah. find something to do. Really, it. really. That's exactly okay. what it is. One, one I, I did play basketball, but and I was on the team. But as a general rule, my name is New Hafen. I don't play sports. I play women. That's just ooh, oops. I mean, no, bad new, bad new. I just move on next topic. Okay, yeah. Um, but this golf is fun, and we can bring you out to the course. You're playing frisbee. So it sounds that way. You're that's exactly. You're, you're in. playing frisbee. You're, you're, you're at a park, so there's trees and creeks and you're ravines. Not, you need justice right now. Wait. Okay. Yeah, you trying to paint the picture doesn't really make it better. It's, 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 it's still it's it's it is. Everybody who didn't get picked for the football and basketball yeah. team. Seems that way. Okay. okay. So anyway. My left stroke just went viral. Our viral story of the week. Britney's prom date, Kanye West. <laughs> It's so in the news again. Was he always this way? Yeah. The whole time y'all were together? Um, you know, I think it kind of like took a turn. Um, you know, I think the pandemic, <laughs> much like it got to everyone else. But I'm not going to lie. I am pretty sure I have an unpopular opinion okay. as it relates to my you said it was my old prom date. Yeah, yeah. So I'll I'll um I'll set this up 
and then I want to hear your unpopular opinion. Okay. Because um, apparently my opinion was very unpopular. Um, the argument, but that's how I get the material for that. Now I know what to say. I, I done practiced it all week. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Literally, because I need to know every argument so I know how to present it on the pod. <laughs> so Kanye, yay. Um, he's done a few things. Um, if you follow this show, we this show's been around 10 years. When we first started it, the Don't Be Dumb Award was actually called the Kanye West Shut Up Stupid Award. And that was 10 years ago. So that lets you know how, how I feel about Kanye. Anytime anyone says something stupid in the news or in media, I, they were basically named after him. The award christened for him. So that tells you how I feel about Kanye. Okay. Now, now, having said that, he made he went on drink champs and he made some uh, inflammatory remarks, lies. He told some lies about the murder of George Floyd. He did the White Lives Matter t-shirt, which I thought was totally disrespectful to black people. And I, what I say is, I'm not a fan of the Black Lives Matter organization. When they first popped up, I did what anybody should have done. I went to their website. And on their website, they said, no, we are in support of the LBGTQIA communities, um, black women, and people of, you know, also people of color, but you know, any, you know, and, and black people, and we're standing for justice and this, this, this. And I read that and I said, I don't feel represented. You didn't say straight black men. I think it said gay black men or whatever. And I was like, what about straight black men? And I was like, I'm tired of this exclusion. I'm I know the whole Me Too movement came and went and we have all, not all of us, but I know I have um, reconciled with some of my ways from my youth that I didn't think was bad. But in 2020, 2019, 18, it was brought to my attention. No, nigga, that was bad. You thought that shit was cool, but well, let, let us tell you. And I, and I, and I think I was one of the first black men to do total podcast episodes on understanding the Me Too movement. I had some, some young women, my, my lady friends, uh, one perfect example of this was um, they showed me what it's like for a woman to walk into a club. And so what they did was they stood on either side of the room and had me walk from the door to like the table. And as I'm walking, they grabbing on me, pulling on me, grab my dick. Like they really like, this is what we go through just to walk into a fucking club. And you don't think the major movement is, is necessary? And I was like, I'm stupid, sorry. Um, yes, you're right, and I'm in full support. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So having gone through that, um, George, uh, Kanye's comments on George Floyd were insensitive, the White Lives Matter comments, um, shirt was insensitive and inflammatory, disrespectful, um, but I don't fuck with the organization, so. People always want to tell you, but you know, they stole the money. I don't like them anyway. They don't represent <laughs> straight black men. So you, you're not, they, 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 these Kanye West fans always think they're telling you something deep. Like, you know, they stole the money. Yes. So how you feel about them? I never liked them. Glad you, welcome to the party of not liking that movement. I love the slogan. I stand on the slogan. The movement, I never, I never trusted them. In my Tony Montana, I never liked them. Never trust, I know. So don't don't hit me with that. And then they wanted um, his anti-Semitic remarks or his quote unquote anti-Semitic remarks. I'm not even sure that they were really anti-Semitic. But we'll, yeah. for the sake of argument, his anti-Semitic remarks, I'm just going to be honest. When I heard Kanye make those remarks about Jewish people, I sat, I, actually I stood up. I said, I don't give a fuck. I'm not Jewish. I don't give a fuck what you say about them. I care about black people and black people only. 
give a fuck what he said about them. But I knew at that exact moment, they gonna fuck him up. <laughs> What's that movie? Um, Poetic Justice, when Janet Jackson was like, we can get back at home, I'm gonna call Pookie and Monster, and they gonna fuck you up. <laughs> they gonna fuck you up. And when I heard Kanye say that shit, I was like, they gonna fuck you up. And uh, But I don't give a fuck about, I don't wanna say give a fuck about them, but I'll say it in a nicer way. I, I love my people. And I don't really love anyone else, I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm my people, man. I'm, my name is now Tariq Newman. <laughs> and my name is not Amerigo Vespucci. <laughs> Cancel me. I ain't got nothing. What you gonna do? Take my unk? You can have the unk. But anyway, so um, I didn't care what he said about um anybody. Except the shit that he said to her black people. And um, but I knew he was gonna get canceled, and I expected it. Um, and I came up under Furricon. I saw what the ADO did to Furricon. I saw what they did to um uh, uh Khaled Muhammad. I saw what they tried to do to Ice Cube. Um I, a couple of years ago they tried to get Jay-Z. So I've seen this. Like I like I'm they're like, do you see what the just Jewish people are doing to Kanye? And I'm like, well, it's what we should have done to him when he said White Lives Matter. If we stuck up for ourselves, then we would do the same thing. We should have did that when he said slavery was a choice. Y'all niggas still buying nigga music. I left him alone. I ain't fuck with Kanye. Like I said ten years ago, the most disrespectful thing I do on the show was to set up stupid award. And it was named after him. That was just total disrespect for me to him. So I'm. That's my take. I spent all week defending my take. That. I love it. I love it. Online with strangers. And friends, and now some former friends. <laughs> they cancel me, but it's because sometimes I debate so aggressively. I don't mean it that way. You do though. I be like, no, I'm like, you gotta relax. I'm like, you, you know, we come from the inner city, so like certain stuff, those are like fighting words. I'm like, oh, you gonna do something when you say them? Because I'm like, nigga, you ain't gonna do nothing when you say you. Ah, we can't say everything. Yeah, <laughs> and I be, I be trying to to, to clean it up. Or somebody, you know what I like those? One day, one day a dude was like, damn, dog. I was like, damn, dog, what? Like, that was kind of fucked up. And I was like, what? <laughs> Nigga, your point was stupid. But I, don't, I would never talk to you like that. Why are you talking to me like that? And I was like, shit. Yeah, you're right. You man. are right. <laughs> you're right. And then one thing I could say was like, you're right. That was a little harsh. That was my bad. Yeah, that's what I to say. It's all about self awareness. If if you tell me, I'm I'm gonna listen. Yeah. But you just gotta catch me when I'm not in the middle of a rant. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> no, that was fucked up. What you said. Sorry. Exactly. You're right. I did. So we just gotta wait until you finish. Yeah, in the middle of a rant, I'm like, well, you was fucked up with Kanye. You know, I'm gonna be. I'm like, but that was my. That's how I view the situation. I think I set it up properly. What were you guys' thoughts on the situation? And did I leave anything out that needs to be? Well, everybody knows he's canceled. Everybody's canceling. He's losing all his business deals. I do have a take on. I'll let you guys go before I come back to that. That's later. Um, a take on what? As it um, relates to him? As it relates to what's happening to him. Okay. Um, and what some people think is happening for him. Oh, about him getting out of those deals? Yeah, yeah. but. Yeah. I have my ubiquitous clandestine informers have told me that this whole notion that 
He did this to get out of the deal. It's just, no. So I do believe that. Well, let me first say that as much as I love my people, Black people, I, I still do give a care. I still do give a fuck about other people. Um, just my disclaimer. But as far as Kanye is concerned, <laughs> oh y'all leave me on the island by myself. I have a couple. I have a couple of points. Like I can stand for my people and still love like everybody. You know what I'm saying? Um, but either way, as far as my unpopular opinion is concerned, as I would like to call it, one thing as far as like Kanye, um, I do feel like he has made some very, very off the wall comments and everything that he has said, I have not agreed with. However, has he also said things that do make sense that people should start kind of paying attention to? I do believe that. I feel like we tend to be extremists. So it's like once a person says something that turns us off, it doesn't matter like what they say. Like we just find ourselves like not being able to agree with them. So I would say like I can not necessarily be a super fan of Kanye, but still be able to acknowledge when he makes sense and when he doesn't. Absolutely. Oh. A lot of his, this interjected really quick. Mm -hmm. A lot of his comments um, that he made about, I guess what he's calling the Jewish media, I, I, I've seen them do what he said. We're seeing them do it now. Yeah. But it was like, when he said that, I was just like, duh. He didn't say anything mind blowing. Like I've watched them do that to my heroes for 30 something years. Yeah, but he may not have said anything that's mind blowing to you, but he did open people's eyes. And so like kind of my point to that is that I do believe that he did make those statements because he was trying to get out of those deals. They would not let him out of those deals. And I also believe that Kanye is kind of like, I mean, first of all, he's a Gemini. So think about Trump, think about Gemini's. Like once you kind of sort of don't give them what they want, they're gonna air this bitch out. And so essentially what Kanye did was he exposed. Yeah, so so what he did was in, in making sure that he would get out of these contracts, he also made sure to also expose the fact that I don't think a lot of black people understand that there's no real like infrastructure or ownership at a certain level for black people, as far as financial institutions, as far as like from what he did and the consequence and now, especially with social media. So you may have learned things because like, you know, certain generations kind of look up stuff. Like we just had to be in the know and watch the news. The now generation is looking at social media. And so I feel like he was able to really expose like there's really no control. Kanye is a genius. And so he is. Yes, he is. But he what's is a, genius. a genius at what? He is. Very, he's very smart. Now, he may be off the wall. <laughs> I may not agree with him, but that doesn't take away from his creative genius, him being smart and having awareness. And anyone who knows contracts, you deal with contracts. What happens when you breach a contract? People are going to let you go. But he also wanted to make sure when he did so, he let people know like, hey, this is what's really going on. And look at what happened from him saying something. And I know that. Um, oh, my gosh. What is her name? Because I actually follow her on Candace Twitter Owens. and I love her. No, no. Oh, thank God you don't love <laughs> Not Candace Owens. But she made a viral tweet that said, I wish anti-black held this much weight. And oh, it was um, one of the um, uh, Scotty Bean. Yes. And I actually love her. I've been following me, her a long too, time, but um, she did make that statement. And so little do you know, he brought awareness to that too. You say one thing about another, you know, 
ethnicity or or a different type of culture and they're ready to they're ready to release him he did the whole you know anti-black thing that didn't regardless of whether he believes in that or not that didn't work they didn't release him for that so it's like kanye knows what he needed to do he also understood that okay no he's not gonna be a billionaire anymore that's all right he's still creative and he's still at the end of the day, a black man. So we may not necessarily agree with him. We didn't agree with Tommy Hilfiger when he said he didn't make his clothes for black people. He never said that I was a woman. He never said that. I was, I was alive and doing shit at the time. He didn't say that. Okay. Okay. Well, he didn't. Oh, that was a rumor. Okay, well, either way, you know, I feel like with these different brands and stores and how, like, we're treated, we don't cut them off for seemingly, you know, going against or being anti-black. So, so I, I get pushed back to that because do that to we, our own we do. We the do people that. I know do. You, you mean like the black race in general? Of course, we're talking in well, general. I guess, I guess. Well, the black race ain't canceled Kanye either. And I'm, I don't I'm, I'm, the only, I'm like one of the only people that's talking this fuck Kanye shit. He's still a, listen, this, you said you love your people. And so yeah. I love my people uh, much all, like family. All, what's it, all skin folk and kin folk? You know what I'm saying? Like, I love my people as it pertains to, you know, any, a general overarching theme and as it pertains to my particular tribe. If you go against my tribe, you go against my over my people as an overarching theme, then you're on the outside. Uh, I don't fuck with Candace Owens. She can't get over here. I don't fuck with yeah. Condoleezza Rice. You can't get over here. Yeah, okay, but would you rather oh, put Kanye. but would you rather put money in a secret racist pocket or would you rather put money into another black man's pocket who who Who's, may or may not have the same views, but like Kanye is not anti-black. And another thing too that I feel like you said that with a lot of conviction. So we have a difference of opinion because I do we, think he's anti-black. I don't think he's anti-black. I think that Kanye has a very hard time critically like articulating himself. I feel like what he means is not always like what he says. Like, I feel like if I were to sit down and have a conversation with Kanye and he said something and I were to be like, okay, wait. So are you saying, he would probably be like, yeah. So I do feel like a lot of times he is definitely the type of person of where what he's saying and what he's intending to like get across is not necessarily what's happening because with his whole thing, like slavery is a choice, right? I'm like, absolutely do not condone that comment. I was like, wow, why would he say that? But by the same token, before Africans, you know, were slaves, they they tried to make Indian slaves and then Indians were not going. They were willing to die behind it. Now, there are so many other things that have to do with it. So I'm not saying that his comment is real and true, yeah, it, but it, I feel like with the revolutions, like we can go back and um, uh, Nat um, Turner. Nat Turner, he tried to teach. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just certain levels. Now we can definitely get into the breakdown of how consciously they, you know. We'll get to a couple couple comments real quick. Oh, we have. Brandon said that everything that uh, Kanye said about the Jews is coming true to him now. Um, we're watching it happen. Yeah. And Kanye was putting money in other white men's pockets before his own pockets, being impressed to be involved with all of the expensive designers. And that's kind of my point with Kanye. We it's all like, because you have you have Tyler Perry on distribution, Master P had a distribution deal, Jay-Z and Rock Nation distribution deal. Kanye didn't want distribution. He wanted to be a part of the the that circle. He wanted to be with Anna Winter. He wanted to be with 
um, the Balenciaga dude. He wanted to be with them. He didn't go, I'm gonna make these, wanted to be with Adidas. I'm gonna make these designs, you just distribute them for me. You don't no. know, Sway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah, ain't got the answer, Sway. Know why but the point, well, well, well let, let, let's talk about what he did and what he didn't do. Okay. He didn't uh, build his business, build businesses with his money. He wanted to be aligned with the very people he's accusing of doing all this wrong to him, right. which was weird to me. Like, why you, I've never seen a black person want so much white acceptance. Mm. He wanted to be, I didn't get a Grammy from you guys. I didn't get this from you guys. You won't let me, you ain't got the answer, Sway. I, I want to be with Ralph Lauren. I want to, he was so pressed to be with them. And then he got there and found out, I know he thought it was going to be. And the deals he signed, he signed slave deals. He signed nigger deals. That's why he's so upset. When Jay-Z, Jay-Z doing the shit with Bacardi, they have 50-50 partners in Duce. And, and okay, we're going to get to that point because what did Jay-Z have to turn around and do because of the lack of trans, the lack of transparency? Right. So but Kanye he, had, but he had the ability is, to do that. Kanye does not because he signed the Kanye. He signed the deal to be in the he room. Doesn't, he, doesn't even the own, that, he doesn't even own his designs. Well, Honestly, I mean, he designed for Adidas, Adidas yeah. owns. And they're in the process of trying to take the name. He cannot use the name Yeezy right now. Maybe he can get it back. He, he still got money. So maybe his lawyers will be able to yeah. fight their lawyers and he can get the use of his name back. But he, he was signing dummy deals. And it's like, no, you're, he's a genius. He's so, why he sign those stupid ass deals? I feel like he wanted to be in the room. And I feel like we have to take a step back. Now, this is me talking in general. I don't know what, like we can sit here and try to figure out what Kanye's reasoning behind whatever he did was. I don't know. I was, I'm not in that man's head. And I'm not saying that I agree with everything that he's saying, but what I am saying is that there are certain things that you can learn. Yes, by being in the room and being a part of, you understand the conversations that he's having. That's how he's able to to add that exposure. You know what I'm saying? To let people know what's actually going on. Being in partnership, you're not a part of these boardroom conversations. Just like with your companies, you have leadership. You're not a part of that conversation. You don't know what's going on. So at the end of the day, regardless of his reasoning, right. he was still able to sit at the table and, and hear and be involved. But he in wasn't. That was the on. issue. That's where his complaint was. He he was not able to sit at the table. That's his beef. When he started talking about, I'm leaving Gap, it was because he couldn't sit at the table. His issue with Adidas, was he well, with Nike, was he couldn't sit at the table. Yeah, well, he has never been to any of these tables. That's his issue. I feel like he's been able to sit at the tables, but he hasn't been able to be as involved as he wants to be or get the recognition. Kanye is about the recognition. It's not about him not being able to sit at the table because if he was never at the table, he wouldn't even know that he's not getting whatever he deserves. Well, well, what, he's, what, he, what, he, what his complaint was, I, I basically have no power. I can't make any decisions and this is my shit. So basically, I'm just a figurehead. Right. Well, yeah, and he's pissed about it. But he... It's majority. It's Everything's still a vote. But he didn't have a vote. The, the point is he couldn't vote. If he had one vote and he lost, it would be different. He couldn't vote is the issue. Jay-Z can vote. Tyler Perry is the ultimate boss. I mean, he's, I was about to say. he's not under anybody. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, Russell, Russell Simmons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the issue is when, when they don't tell Kanye what's going on, all he can say is, they're treating me bad in the Jewish media. When they don't tell Jay-Z what's going on, he sues them. Kanye can't sue Adidas for not telling them what's going on. He couldn't sue Gap. Because they weren't taking his ideas seriously. Now, I don't talk to people broken in me. Because we're gonna see. 
Yeah, but, how but do this we know is, he couldn't because though? he talked about it on Piers Morgan, and because you know I'm right. I get on my, my my shit this week because I wanted to really air his ass out. Um, he's I admit, can tell he, this is very important to you. Yeah, he well. Okay, but <laughs> I forgot Brittany got her little BB gun. She just be shooting some guys. I mean, come on. <laughs> you forgot. It's okay. It's been a while. Um, but uh, he didn't have that power, which is his ultimate issue. That's why he was so angry. That's why he's so frustrated. That's why he went out of the partnerships. He didn't want out of the partnerships because, you know, he, I, I feel like doing my own thing. He's like, I don't have no power. And yeah. He's he's like, he's, it's an easy shoe, right? Easy. Easy shoe. Easy. I ain't got, how I ain't got no power. This is, and I'm like, why'd you sign that deal? This is what I would say about the whole situation. Like, yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm ridiculously twisted. I feel like a lot of what he said was true. I think his reasoning was true. Like, he, like I, I, I looked at the drink trans, a lot of what he, was, what he said was about jealousy. About, you know, he feels jealous about how the Jewish. You know, that part he saw from Dave Chappelle, they supposed to the same thing about gay people. Yeah, I'm jealous because of gay people, not, and I agree with that. No, no, he I, was right with that. No, I agree with that. My issue is when you wasn't on my team with other stuff. How can I get to the point where I care about so much? You know, I care about you, care about you on the other side. So I'm, I'm torn. Like I feel like he can say a lot of honest things, but because he wasn't riding with me on. Other George Floyd, White yeah, Lives Matter, yeah, slavery yeah, being a choice. Yeah. And all those things that you, and, and I guess the way he disagreed is what got me. Yeah. I identify right. with straight white men. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't identify with anybody else but them. He went on a real long tangent about how white men suffer so much. And That's I guess, and, I guess and, and my issue is, I'm like, look, you can say something right, but because you do so wrong, People won't come back to better. Uh, and that's to what I said. Yeah. I think what, I think what act, what's happening now is, like like you said, a lot of what he said is is, is true. But when you alienate so many different people, you, he alienated everybody that should have been on his side. This is not yeah. the same Kanye that came out college dropout. They were, it, that, that's not that's a different Kanye. It so is. my thing is this: look, you you're not getting that support now because the thing is, the people the people that you need to support you. You didn't choose to support. Not you, even that needed. The people that were supporting him, the reason yeah, why he became right, who he right. is. The only people to support in Kanye right now is old conservatives, old black conservatives. It's a bunch of white people, um, the whole neo-Nazi movement, yeah, the, the, the MAGA movement, the, the good old yeah. boys, all that shit. I mean, there's because he's talking their things. language. Yeah. They don't like Jewish people. He's talking their language. He's speaking to That's conservative true. white America. He he off for president. There's because a lot of things he, that he has said that I do not agree with. Conservative I, white America is loving and, and I guess that's what I'm touring. Like, as a, you know, I try to, I, I look at myself as somebody who can see both sides of it, right? Mm -hmm. So I can see the positives and the negatives. If you're so negative on certain sides, should I care to fight for you now? When, right. when I know you have some truth in what you say. Yeah. Right? And, and that's the thing with me that, that was killing me when I was doing all my online arguing is they're like, um, they made it so. The only thing that mattered was the anti quote unquote anti Semitic remarks. And I'm like, and I know I said this earlier and I said it probably in a rude way. So I'm going to try to say it again in a nicer way. I don't care what he said about Jewish people. And, and not, not that I hate Jewish people, but it, it don't move me. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm not mad at him. Exactly. I'm not sad at him. I'm not happy for him. I don't care about those comments. I ain't Jewish. Nobody I love is Jewish. So I don't care. People, issue, issue, he wasn't standing on it. Like, like what he's saying that the Jews do, why he's jealous. You wasn't doing that for your people. So don't so, so don't come back to me later and say, hey, they do this, they do this, they do this. I'm like, but you wasn't doing it. Yeah, but you how, never did that. Okay. You, you was never that person. But that's a totally different conversation. So? And I don't want to get into it because you're saying you. Now we have come I'm on talking, now. I'm talking to Kanye. Well, I, I know you're talking to Kanye, but what I'm also saying is regardless, and I want to be very clear that I don't necessarily agree with a lot of things that Kanye says, but for, for if we really want to get down to the nitty gritty and talk about how the Jews move and you're like, but you weren't doing this. It's very hard. And one thing y'all know, as much as I love my people, we have a lot of work to do to get to a point where we can move the way in which they move. So for you to say no, that, no, no. what I'm saying is, tell me what he tried though. Like, like, like if, if you tell me, if you tell me you tried to fail and, yeah. and your people didn't support you, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. But if you tell me, if, if you critique a certain thing and you never did it, but how do we know though? So there, what I'm saying is, as far as how, how do we know? Yeah, how do we know? We know by his actions. We know we, we know by the way in which you live. We right. know because slavery is a choice. We, we, That's all we, we, know. We, okay. know, we, we know who we married. So, right? We, we know we know who we, A lot of black men marry white women and women outside of their race no, no, all no, the no. time. It's, so. not, it's not strictly that, right? But it, it's it's the totality of everything okay. that you put out. All right, I'll let you finish. No, that, that's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm yeah. not saying because of who, I'm, I'm just saying because yeah. you put out a certain. Because y'all know how y'all do, don't play. Oh, wow. Who? Come on, Serena Williams? I'm talking about. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. No, what I'm saying is, when you talk about the cause. She got sick and tired of being sick and tired. You think we ain't sick and tired? Of what? Y'all. No, y'all are not sick and tired. This isn't that kind of podcast. Y'all are sick and tired of taking accountability. No, no, no. Y'all are sick and tired of taking accountability. What I'm missing is, when I say. Come on now. No, you already know who you we about to go there. We're definitely going there. We're going there. When I mention the white, you can love who you love. But what I'm saying is, when you when you choose Balenciaga, you choose Gap, you choose, you know what I'm saying? Like, you choose the price point that mm -hmm. you chose for Yeezys and everything else. That's what I speak to. That's not your community. That's not what you grew up on. Mm -hmm. So that's why I find hypocrisy in it. And, and how I define profit, hypocrisy is, Prejudice, like, 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 I define prejudice as hypocrisy. Like, if you wouldn't do it for somebody else, but how do we know he wouldn't? Did he? Is there anything that didn't. came out that he because, no, because okay. he didn't? Okay, I, I, I know you wouldn't because you didn't. Okay, he had. Look, I'm, look, I'm. I believe he. I believe unlike you, I believe he's a genius in certain aspects. Mm -hmm. In certain aspects, I don't. I believe he's stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if, yeah. if you ask me a football coach, I think he's a, a genius and a coach. I wouldn't. Right. I wouldn't hurt Walker and put, yeah. put him as a as a, as a, as a, a council member. Yeah. So he says, I think you could be a genius in certain aspects and not, not in yeah. others. So yeah. that's why. I just feel like you can't make definitive decisions based on, because we only know what we know. We right. only know what he says. Out, like, we don't know what happens behind closed doors. And y'all, y'all know, like, when it comes to a certain level, the conversations, like, we don't really necessarily know every single thing that happens and so i'm one of those people where i can't necessarily make a decision until i have all the facts so
So when I speak on something, like if we're talking specifically about what he, you know, the comments that he made that led him to losing these deals, that is what I'm going to specifically speak to. Everything else, slavery is a choice, baby. That was a, what are you talking about? Now, when we kind of break it down, I'm like, "Mm, he could have meant it because I have seen over time that. I just feel like he's not good at articulating himself. I, I agree. Yeah. Like, if you, if you hear him speak, he goes all yeah. over the place. Yeah. And, and, and let, me, let, me, let, me, let me jump in here. That's actually, <laughs> that's actually a skill. The name of that skill is master manipulation. Is you say <laughs> one thing that is very true, and then you say something that is very crazy, and people go... Or a lie. Or a lie. <laughs> and then people go they they can't separate it like yeah. like me i don't i haven't like Kanye in forever so this isn't a new hatred this isn't a new dislike <laughs> this is a, we can tell this is but, but, this but, is this is let, let, let me let me land the plane let me land the plane um but i'm smart enough to, dis- to use discernment and insight so i know his comments the comments that i heard about jewish people i think the bulk of them were true I didn't hear every single comment, so I can't make a blanket statement. It was all true. I can't say that. George Bush doesn't care about black people. That's up for debate, but it did not look like he did at that time. At that time, I was championing Kanye. I wouldn't bought his album just to say the shit. And he really yeah. believed it when he said right. it. And there, I, there, I don't think he was smart enough to say, to say that stock statement. Which one? Uh, George Bush doesn't care about black people. Really, he was smart enough to say it? No. He... he if you say that statement, you should be able to articulate it with something. You will never say what he said. Uh, I, I, he never said nothing after that. Yeah, he, he, he's too scared. They, they cut him off. But I'm still landing oh, the plane. Okay. Still landing the plane. So I can see when he says something that makes sense, and I can see when he says something that's a lie. So when I listen to the interview, I go, "All this stuff about Jewish people." Oh, I kind of see. I see his point. George Floyd wasn't was killed by fentanyl and the cop knee wasn't on his neck for real. That's a lie. Yeah. So I, I look at that and I do that. My issue with people is they hear those two things and go, I like him. So I'm only going to talk about the anti-Semitic comments. I'm not talking about the George Floyd thing. I'm not talking about slavery as a choice. I'm not talking about none of that. I only want to talk about the thing that I agree on. The one thing he was right on. And I'm on I'm line that's like, I don't, I, I, I don't know what I'm I say. I don't care what he said about Jewish people. So I, that's not my debate. We're never going to debate that. Yes, he said something about them. It could have been true, could have been false, and they're canceling him. Yeah, I'm he watching didn't even it. I'm watching it. That, he didn't even like I, say anything negative. Okay, because okay, I'm trying to check. I'm, I'm like, I'm like what, what he did was he made a threat. I'm going Def Con 3 on Jewish people tomorrow. I'm about to go to bed. But he spit one, he spelled death. He meant to say death, meaning in a defensive position. Oh, wow. Uh, he, well, well, he put death. So they, they no, I, I thought he's. I thought he did spell a DEF. No, no, no. He spelled a D-E-A-T-H. Oh, that, so that, that was a uh, faux pas. Yeah, yeah. But, but the but thing is, but, but, and of course, DEFCON 3 is a defensive position. It means I'm, we're defending ourselves. But who saw that tweet and didn't go, oh, shit. Fucked up. You know you're the fucked up, don't you? You know you're the fucked up. See, so sorry, you went and bought the beer at eleven forty-five. This is what I wonder, because he's catering, he's pandering the white people, the white I, conservatives. But my point is, I agree. And he's using a bunch of Candace Owens talking points that he doesn't fully understand what he what he's saying. That's why he's never a genius to me. I came out about 12 years ago and was like, Kanye ain't a genius. 
And y'all start, Jay-Z said it one time, and y'all wonder what this shit. What is he a genius of? He don't make his beats, make some of them. Don't really make all the beats that you like. He didn't make them. Um, he don't write his raps. He got ghostwriters. So which part is he a genius? He's the part, of, the, the part that don't make the beats, or he's the genius and the part that don't write the raps? What the fuck is he a genius at? You know what I'm saying? So, but, but, and, and that's that's some hip hop shit. Cause I, as a retired rapper, shout out to all my albums over there. Hey, albums. It's kind of like Trump, though. Like to me. But it, well, hold on. Uh, I, 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 I've almost landed the plane. We didn't. We just told everybody put the seatbelts on and everything. So, because <laughs> so, I want to talk about something more fun. So yeah, let's so land the plane. Yeah. So in, in conclusion of that, um, it's up with Kanye. Yeah. Cause you see the shit about Jewish school. Don't dis- don't disrespect black people. And that goes for Jewish people too. If you come for my people, I'm coming for you unless it's Kanye. Brittany wanted to talk about the accountability. No, we can just like change the subject because I feel like we've all made our points and we're just kind of like repeating ourselves at this point. Okay, all right. Bring Brittany back more so she can be the moderator. It's the See, and I sing better than Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that was you? Yeah. Oh, no, that's right. Seriously, land a plane. <laughs> <laughs> land a damn plane. <laughs> land a plane, and I was like, I was like, you can tell who the real pilot, like, uh, you gonna land it. I'm, I'm about to cut your mic off. I'm about to cut your mic off. Well, um, uh, what the fuck story of the week? Um, these ATL and Diamonds are still coming. Um, a lot of rappers are involved. We know that YSL, Young Thug, Gunna, they're currently in prison. There was a, another lesser known rap group that apparently were really involved, really active. They're, they, they've been locked up, the whole movement, gang, if you will, they're um, locked up. And there was another indictment coming down and we knew it was coming because it kept hinting towards it. But I didn't know what it was going to be. Come to find out, they were looking to indict Lord Dirk because a few years ago when he was in Atlanta, there was a murder um, and two... Yeah. And through their research and discovery, they've concluded that it was committed by King Vaughn, rest in peace, King Vaughn, and not Little Dirk. So um, he was, you know, so they dropped all the charges against Little Dirk and, and that team, concluding that the person that pulled the trigger is deceased. And this uh, brilliant strategy was presented by um, an amazing young woman. I mean, she is quality personified when it comes to legal work she crosses her eyes dots her t's and her tna's come on radio commercial um no nah, she just she does a bad joint like she, we, we she know like the ig model or some shit yeah i'm like okay um, but i think she might be jewish so <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i mean clearly she did her thing because you know but i could tell where that was coming from because did you even hear about her before that? What? I, I, before I keep you my nose through the streets on legal. I would never. Did you? I did would you know never. Before you looked her up after. I would never. It came up. Now she is a baddie though, and clearly yeah. she's a baddie all the way around because she handles her business and she looks good. So, yes. shout out to her. Congratulations! I love to see it. I love to see it too. <laughs> So, um, but, you know, just still positive energy and prayers up um, for all of the Atlanta artists because, what's her name, Fannie Lewis? Fannie Willis. Fannie Willis. 
She ain't playing. She ain't playing. Yeah, do her job. I usually support a woman when she's coming for you, but not this way. So the ex- <laughs> I don't even want to. I don't even want to get into it. So okay, so it's like the extent in which that she's going to put these clearly black men, you know, behind bars after they've kind of, you know, they turned drug money into like legal money, and it's like now we want to go back years before. How do y'all feel about that? Like, if we want to talk about Kanye being anti-Black, how do y'all feel about Miss Willis, you say? Like, how do y'all feel about her, like, really kind of coming for these Black men in the community who have, like, really tried to kind of change their lives? Because she's reaching back. And I guess my unpopular opinion, I don't care. Okay. And I I will say this. um, I think... As a black man, we're villainized in so many different ways by every different ethnicity, you know, every different demographic, period. Um, so look, if they did something that, you know, her job is to catch them and put them in and put them in jail if they was guilty. Yeah. And you know, so I don't like the, the, the issue that, that a lot of media will make it out that black men are, you know, that the percentage of black men that's, that's doing things illegal is ridiculously high when that's not the case. Right. Um, you know, we look at 10, 20% of people and we extrapolate it uh, amongst all of us. So um, same thing know, they do yes, black I, men but when they date one and then extrapolate. Extra yeah, extrapolate yeah. And then the same way that talk, you guys date one then, black then, woman and then, then all of a sudden then talk about that we're the problem and, and that's that why no, I, 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 I think black women are the solution. We yeah, are, but I, but I think y'all lack accountability. But go ahead. we do not. Well, I feel like I, I feel like both sides do lack accountability. So now okay. I am, I am definitely a woman's woman. However, I am on the side of right. So I feel like both sides lack accountability in certain instances. However, y'all cannot disagree that when it comes to the black man, like the black woman, we will sit here and look you in your face and tell you you ain't shit, but we are going to have your back when nobody else does. You don't think that's true? As a, as a whole, I'm not talking about your specific experience. Okay, okay. I would, that's all we got to go on. Yeah, oh, but and I, I, see, and, 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 and I real, feel real, like- Real quick, I'll say okay. this. My unpopular opinion, I think black women take up for black male victims, not black men. Like, oh. like if you see, if you, if you, like a George Floyd, they gonna march. Like somebody, a black man get killed, they gonna march. Like, you know what I'm saying? But black men in general, no. A, a black a black male victim, they're gonna ride. And I'll say this: um, you, I'm making you better it, say something different than what he. This this is very this this, like this gonna be kind of specific, but yeah, you should you should <laughs> that, that's what we're talking about. This shit right here. <laughs> but this is gonna be kind of specific, but I, I, I put it on my platform and I got a wider response from it. So it's my specific situation. But I asked the world what they thought, and and some people told me. So I, this was like in the height of the Me Too movement, the height of me learning it and understanding my role in the way I failed as a black man. And I, I, I do take full accountability for that because it was explained to me in a way I got, and I get it. And I, so I know what we did, I know what we didn't do, and I own it. And I make amends for it, you know what I'm saying? Like I still celebrate the Day of Atonement, October 16th. I, I atone 
for the bullshit that I did. Like he was like, that sounded like the old new. He was like, what was the old new? Yeah, because there is an old new because I ain't told for the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? No way. <laughs> yes way, yes way. That. Yes, yes way. Wow. And um <laughs> But I had a we were debating about who does more, who has it the worst. We were doing the uh, oppression Olympics, which I hate to do. I hate that shit. But um, she was like, and we're always on the front lines. We do this, we do that, and we do this, and we always there for y'all. What y'all do? And I was like, come on, what have you ever done? But I can tell you what I did. I, I had an after school program I ran in the hood in my city. I was on the board of No More Murders DC where I wouldn't talk to people in, in churches and all over the city. I did this and um, I donate to, uh, I forget the program now, but where you, um, you donate money for the after school lunches and you sign a note in every bag. And you, you spend your whole day signing notes so every kid gets a personalized note from you. Like, I do shit. Okay. And I mentor this and this and this. What have you ever done? And she just sat there like, I'm tell me one thing you did. And she was like, well, because I didn't do anything. Yeah, you didn't do anything. Is my point. You sitting here talking all this shit. I do everything. Black women always help me. You don't do nothing but retweet shit. You okay, retreat but... uh, means of, of support to black men. Are you on the ground? What okay, do you but, do? But people support in different ways, one. And two, I feel like us as black people, I want us to be released from the shackles of making generalizations based on our own personal experiences. Because. Right. And, and I don't do that, which is why you, I, I prefaced you, the way I did. You did. You did. You corrected yourself from what we were before we got into this. And I do appreciate that. Um but I will say that once something happens, it's like we get, we're like such extremists, you know, as black people. And it's like, we really, like, instead of having a conversation, it's, it's a debate. Like, I feel like when it comes to having conversations about black men and, and black women and coming together, we debate, well, what have you done? Well, you've done this and and black men are like this, well, the black women, and it's like, let's have a conversation and try to understand the same way that black men do like to say, you know, well, well, black women are argumentative and difficult. But when you go to the Latina community, they're spicy. That should be sexy when they do it. But when we no, do I, it, I, it's I aggressive. Like, I like, I like and so, But no, but on a, on a more serious note, it's just like, it's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. <laughs> but no, nah, seriously. And so I feel like I want us to get to a point where we can really like have conversations rather than it be kind of an attack because I agree. I agree. black women and black men, I feel like the stresses or what we go through is no different. It looks different. Like my stress may not be your stress, but it's still stress at the end of the day. I agree a hundred percent. And Jay Lou, um, back me up here. What do I get on here then every week and say my biggest beef for social media is? What is his biggest beef for social media? I'm tired of seeing this shit every time. Yeah, I'm like, like black men and black women arguing. Yeah, I that, that's my thing. Like I'm, it drives me crazy. The the um, the sassy memes back and forth about yeah. each other. The um, all these. Binky Dink podcast doing whole episodes tearing down the opposite sex. Like I'm, what you're asking for is what I've been championing. Obviously, you don't be paying attention on social media. I don't no, that. I definitely but, do. Because and that's the thing. Because I'm speaking about something, I'm not saying I'm not talking to you. Right. I'm speaking in general. You know, I wouldn't be here if I didn't feel as though this was, you know, something positive. That's so, it. and I think that's what it is. Like. I think what the, the biggest issue is we don't listen to each other. 
Yeah. Like it's it's like you get to a point where both sides are just t- telling the other person mm-hmm. what the other person should think. And I'm like, instead of just listening, like I come, I got four sisters, and, and they are all my best friends. Like my sisters are my best friends. I have a I have a daughter. Like you know, so like it, so it, it's different the way I see it. Mm-hmm. Right, you know what I'm saying? So I, you know, what I'm saying? so I think that's the, the the issue. Is like it's so contentious instead of yeah. just like look, listen to what one person has to say, listen to what the other side has to say, yeah, and kind of go from there. I think what happens is you get one side telling what the other side should think. I'm like, look, look yeah. if you're not a woman, you shouldn't be telling women what, what they should think, and vice versa. Exactly. Like, like, don't don't tell me like nah, because men think like this, or for women, no, shut up, listen, and learn comprehend yeah, and, and understand and, and, rather and, and, than listening to respond exactly i think most most of what we do in our community is we listen to respond instead of listening to comprehend yeah. Yeah, and then it's it's also some latent attacks yeah yeah i, I see the men do it and i see the women do it but you want to know why that happens because people speak from a place of of hurts and traumas yeah. and triggers rather than healing and then coming to speak like i feel like to your point a lot of these podcasts people are are obviously speaking, like it's okay to speak from your own experiences, but it's not okay to teach from your own experiences mm. until you've healed from it and you've actually learned a lesson from it. Put in the work to heal. Yeah, and you, yeah. You, you you know what I mean? And so that's the issue is that we, we wanna come on here and we wanna talk from one situation or maybe <laughs> two situations. And it's like, do you know how many people are in this world? Yeah, you, you choose it. Worst, the yeah. worst woman or the worst Yeah, and if, if everybody you date is just the worst person ever. What's going on? You have that to say it's more about you yeah. than it is about them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I haven't been in too many relationships with like terrible women. Yeah. Like, yeah. the women I'm in relationships with are typically good women. They may be a lack of emotional intelligence in, in one or two, <laughs> but I don't date fucking people. And they may people. say the same about you. I, I doubt it. I don't know, not about me. But I mean, they, they would have a different complaint. Whatever their complaint is, wouldn't be, be a lack of emotional different. intelligence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, what yeah. do you think it would be? Um, like, as far as self awareness, what, what, what do you think the general I, consensus was? The same thing I spoke of earlier. Um, I have had a really bad issue with tone. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had an issue with. Um, that's very important. Uh, I, I've learned. <laughs> the issue with tone, I um, if I am, I have anger, anxiety. So if prior to therapy, if you did something to hurt my feelings, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. My most comfortable emotion is anger. Yeah. So if you hurt my feelings, instead of going into a sad place, I just go into an angry place, and I and I, I can be argumentative and defensive. Okay. And my speech, you know, what I'm saying, I, you know, it reflects it, that. It reflects that. Right. Like I was saying, when I'm on, when I'm arguing on so, so, social media to this day, I try not to do it. But if you trigger me, you're like, "Fuck you, mean nigga," <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I don't want to be that way. And I, you know, shout out to you, Tony. I need to um, start my sessions back up because apparently I fall off. <laughs> I've fallen off the wagon. I but, really um, hit you up like. Why don't you? Why don't you? I'm like this block them though, because like like I don't argue on social media. Like I'm, I'm gonna be honest, it, it's just not me. Like, I got sisters, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like those are the people I'm gonna talk to, and that's why I get my, my my you know like I try to live my life how I try to be the guy that I would want my daughter to be with. I like that. I and like I think, that. And I think that's what women and men should do. Like because if you if you think of it 
somebody you see yourself with and you you know you, you aspire to be, I think that'll help you communicate better. I look, I'm like, uh, if I was talking to my sister, when I talk to her like this, I told him what I told you know what I'm saying, like that's that's the way I try to do it. You know what I'm saying? So but like sometimes I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, hey, man. Yeah, I just let people talk to themselves. I don't necessarily block them. Like, I don't really have a lot of people blocked. You can literally talk to yourself. And and one of my, I don't want to see this on my time. You know, a good tool that I have when it does actually work for me is I disengage. I just stop. We'll be in the middle of a conversation. I'll just stop and go do something else. Yeah. They'll be like, yeah, another thing new. I'm not reading that shit. Yeah, that's what I, and said, I just like, go on by my day. And, and I'm not going back. <laughs> and I'm not going back to the post. Like, I'm not going back to it. So the conversation ended there. And if we see each other on another post one day, you know, we'll communicate in a good way or bad way. <laughs> yeah, but like, because I, I know if I respond, because so I see it, I go, I, I feel the, the blood boil. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm done. That's hilarious. And just let it go. And I'll just go on to do something else. Uh, but you know, some funny shit, and this is why it's toxic as fuck. I got a homie, right? We will argue. Let's say we argue about Kanye. We argue, nigga, you stupid. That's a dumbass opinion. Nigga, you stupid, dumbass opinion. And then on Instagram, we'll be sending each other pictures of Britney Renner. At the same time, and then another, <laughs> another, another post would be like, that was a good ass game, wasn't it? I'm like, oh, this nigga responded again. Nigga, I said, fuck her. <laughs> and we'll, we'll, we'll be having two, three different conversations. That's we, a real friendship, though. Yeah. I like that. Like yeah. like we do that shit all the fucking time. Shout out to uh, my nigga Ogun, man. But yeah. On there is Ogun, but uh, Cecil. Shout out to that nigga. Because it'll be so funny. And I think we do it sometimes to soften the argument. That nigga, your shit was stupid. It and then good, I'm bro. like, did he just call my shit stupid? And then I get a message from IG. Man, look at that ass. I'm like, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. I swear to God, we do that shit. We've been doing that shit for years. That shit is funny as hell. Yeah, man. Um, like, I'm I'm down for a good debate. Like, I am the great debater. Like, people would be like, okay, you better know what, you know, is going on if you want to debate her. But I don't argue. So once I feel like it's starting to get unhealthy, I'm like, all right, you got it. Cause I'm not about to argue with you. Yeah. But I love to know. I love to debate. I kind of master it. I look at myself as a masturbator. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um all right. Um so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. For real. Tyler Perry's accounting team. Um, he was audited a few years back. He revealed this at InvestFest. Shout out to Earn Your Leisure podcast. And the event was actually here in Atlanta. I'm surprised you weren't there. What's up, your alley? But um, they uh, he was talking about, you know, trials and tribulations of being in the industry, owning your business, which somebody doesn't do, but I'm not going to bring him back up. So um, he was talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> No, he was talking about me. He was talking about my old prom date. The old prom date. <laughs> and um, he was saying that uh, there was an audit going on, and it was going on for three years, and it was stressing him out. He was, you know, you know, because when you're making that kind of money, and the government, the IRS comes, it ain't always gonna be a good thing. And at during those three years, they finally, you know, figured everything out, and the information, the information that came out was the IRS owed him. Nine million dollars. Mm-hmm. He said his accounting team was like, "Yes, aren't you happy?" He's like, "No, nigga, you let you let me pay an extra nine million dollars, yeah. and if they hadn't ordered it, no, we wouldn't even know." Yeah. What are you doing? And then Jay Lu said he sent him back to um. 
the corner store. That's actually really funny. But I mean, so I mean, should he have fired them? Probably. But should people who have businesses understand that a financial advisor is not an accountant who is not a tax preparer, who is not an attorney? Absolutely. Like accountants. And I don't know if they use the wrong term in speaking about it, but like accountants, all they do is account. That doesn't necessarily mean that they have expertise in tax filing, especially when it comes to businesses and understanding thresholds and credits and et cetera, et cetera. So you know, there's lessons to learn on both ends. One, if you are a professional, I know a lot of times um, professionals who have one profession, for instance, I'm a trust advisor. So if you come to me talking about investments, I can tell you about the general market because I have to know that. I have to be able to talk to the financial consultants on behalf of my clients who may not know. I have to know about the different sectors. But now when we start talking about specific stocks, I don't watch the stock market all day. I'm worried about estates, estate planning, my client's money, cash flow. I'm worried about other things. So if you come to me about specific stocks, I'm going to tell you, you know what? I'm not an expert in that, but I know someone who is. You start talking tax. I have general information, but guess what? I'm not an expert. I know someone who is. And so I feel like it's very important for people to be okay with being able to say, hey, I'm an accountant, so I can do your bookkeeping. But we might need to have a CPA or, you know, someone who has that tax expertise to do your taxes. But now when we start talking about all the billable hours that he was paying them, of course, they trying to they they on TurboTax trying to figure figure it out. And you end up owing way much more. And that's what ends up happening. And so I think it's a lesson for both Tyler Perry and his accountants on, like, understand who you know, what these titles mean and what their expertise is. And then to that other point, like stay in your lane, stick to what you know. I would agree. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I completely. Stop. Don't, don't try to save a buck and, you know, ask somebody for advice that you know you shouldn't be asking yeah. for. Yeah. And my, my job is this. Exactly. Don't ask me to do what. Right. It's okay to not know everything. Like, it is okay. That's my religion. I'm from the religion of I don't know. From a professional standpoint, we got to understand that, you know, I do certain things from the insurance standpoint, financial advisor, insurance. Like, we got to know, look, if if, if the deal is not for us, it's not for us. Yeah. If we don't know, look, that's somebody's livelihood. Shut the fuck. Like shut the fuck up. Like sometimes, like like some people try to oversell something. Like you, we, you know, we in a world where people try to oversell mm-hmm. everything they do. I'm like, look, that's not true. You don't know yeah. what the fuck you're talking yeah. about. Like, like yeah. it's okay to it's okay to tell them what you what you do and what you don't do. Yeah, and that's okay. And being the connector that I am, I find that there's actually a that's lot good. of success in just knowing people. Like I may not have the answer, but I know someone who does. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna get the answer regardless. Like they're you know, it's okay to, to be resourceful and not necessarily have to know everything. I agree 100% and moving right along to Yay, our Nipsey Hussle Award. Yay! If it's sports, if it's fashion, if it's music, um, if it's hustling, whatever, you just on a, you're on a marathon, you know? So. You're on a marathon, you know what I'm saying? Marathon. So, 
I did. I, I wanted to shout out. Well, this off the record. This off top. Uber, DoorDash, what's the, uh, Uber, Lyft. Shout out to all all of those because I've met people making six figures doing it, and it's giving people part time money. It's giving people extra jobs. Like yeah. that's and it's convenient as fuck. We want to go somewhere. Like, oh, we're getting twisted tonight. I ain't gonna call Uber. So um, shout out to them in general. But in Canada, Uber Eats and Leafly have partnered up together to deliver the finest of the cannabis, the greenest of the leaf, the chiba, the reefers. Um, and I thought that was just kind of cool. Um, when I found out that you can get liquor delivered to you, yeah. I was like, that's kind of cool. You know what I'm saying? But like, oh, so you can get weed delivered to you? That's that's a whole other thing. Like, who um, knew? Hmm? Said, who knew? Who knew? You know what I'm saying? Toronto, Toronto yeah. knew. <laughs> I've been, been there a couple times for Carabana. And that's a weed festival. No, no, no. I ain't been there for no weed festival. Kermit's like, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you, but nah, it's legal there. So you, you go in their dispensaries, man. They got everything lined up for you. You just walk in, ask what you, you know, what I'm saying what you want. Yeah. And I was gonna say it, it, it's all, you know, everything is legal. Like I, I, I love Canada. Yeah, I've yeah. never, for the record, I've never experienced any of this. The corporate black girl would never, um, because. I cannot do that in my profession. So oh. strictly sober um, for the record. But yeah, I just wanted to say that. But um, I just feel like it's just funny to me. But so my first thought, right, when I heard that, when you told me, I was like, I mean, DoorDash, we already have a hard enough time. Uber Eats getting our food. Like, could you imagine having somebody oh, like, like actually having weed delivered. But then when I looked more into it, apparently they take it to the store that they're partnered with. And then somebody from that store delivers it. Correct. Or do, does Uber deliver it? I think when I looked into it, it was like Uber sends it to who did they partner with that you said Leafly and then Leafly has a driver that then delivers it. Did I read that incorrectly? I'm going to be quiet. That you, you may be right, but if that is what is happening, that is um uh let me, let me find my drop because that's a lot of going to... truly you have a dizzying intellect. <laughs> so Uber picks the weed up from where and takes it to they pick it up from somewhere and take it to the weed store and then the weed store delivers it. That's like an extra trip or something. Leafly should be where the weed is at. Okay, so they well, should pick I it up from Leafly. I could be completely wrong, y'all. I could be completely. You, you wrong. could be completely right. They could just have a different <laughs> intellect. But the fact still stands: like we can't even trust people to drop off food. You think that you you really trust that Uber driver to drop off food? But people get laptops and shit delivered from yeah. Apple. There's a there's a check checks and balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laptops just not with your food. Thousand, you know, fifteen hundred dollars. So yeah. I don't know what kind of weed you're getting, but she probably ain't spending that much. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Um, oh, and I, 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 when I used to smoke my weed, it would get delivered. Yeah, yeah. 
See, yeah, but that was getting delivered from your wee man. <laughs> your wee man just pulled up on you. Right. <laughs> see, he was taking the money too. See that? I, 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 uh, not from my mom. From my man, man. My man. Oh, my man. Oh, oh and, and, and I, I may or may not have delivered that. I was about to say, what? Well, I, mean, I may or may not. I used to be niggas at the gas station. We made the gas station. We made the gas station. Yeah, that's hilarious. Wow. We didn't call we gas back then. Imagine now, I said, meet me at the gas station. See, that's what you could call you. Wow. Oh, if I, if I open a dispensary, I'm going to call it the gas, gas station. station. Oh, you shouldn't have said that because somebody's oh, about that, the train yeah. market. And then my club is going to be called the mayor's office. The mayor's office. And then, that was my old rap name. But anyway, that's uh, going to all the shows that I watched that none of you even heard of before. This, this sounds like a great topic. Netflix and chill. What does that even mean? It means I watched some shit and they didn't. Oh, I, I guess. was going somewhere where else with it. Oh, what is that? I mean, what, I mean, come on, y'all. What does Netflix and chill really mean? Tell me what it means. Netflix. It, it means <laughs> it, 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 it means are movie? you still watching? I'm just saying. Are you still watching? Oh, you said Netflix and chill. Netflix and Net- chill. Net- Net- oh, Net- oh, here you, you go. I, was, wow. I didn't know what you were saying. That's he's actually he's very that. clever. I have to give it to you. you. Lucy, I'm gonna take it. <laughs> you took it there. I always go there. I'm a trip. On a Netflix and chill. Yeah. Real talk. It's gonna sound crazy. Well, not crazy, but it's gonna sound unlike new. I watched the whole movie. If we put on a movie, I want to see it. I watch the movie and then we go do what we do. After. I, I've never been like watching a movie in like 20 minutes and like, all right, um, when I'm lying. I have said, yeah, you, you want to finish this shit? Not really. Boom. But. Oh, so you actually go in and like pause it and stuff. That's really cute. Yeah, I find myself cute. having to go back and rewind where we were because there's no such thing as like yeah, having a conversation with you kind of just like yeah but you, usually I'm watching so smart you know you see you know <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I know how to like go in I know how to like go in I ain't got to rush you gotta warm me up first you gotta entertain me you know have some good conversation have some fun and then I'm ready you can't just cut on the movie and 10 minutes later I'm just know me I mean, I, I don't know about me. 10 minutes, wow. but, you know. Know you. How are you getting to know somebody while watching a movie? Because That's why I never do that on the first talking. date. I never take a woman to a movie theater on the first date. I think nah, that was the worst first date you could ever have. That's that was our first date? Technically, no. Because it wasn't a date? Because we are just friends. I thought it was a date. I, I thought it was a date until we left the movie. I don't want to make y'all mad. I don't want to make them. I don't want to make the mountain mad. I'm just oh, kidding. Oh, just uh, Lou, you, you know, we went and saw, we went and saw the romantic ass, the photograph, Easter egg. Yeah. We went and saw this romantic ass movie. That's what happened after that? No, nah, I, found, I found that I was in the friend zone after that. I was like, so, <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was like, so That's really, a, um. That's a joke. You saw cold hands. And yeah, that. right. And I was like, I tried to grab my hands and she hit me and shit. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> We just saw the romantic oh, ass not. photograph. He did not try to touch my hand. I did try to grab my hand. She was like, uh, bruh. I was like, oh, she called me bruh. <laughs> no, no, she said bro. She was like, bro. I was like, oh, I'm bro now? You know what? <laughs> you know what? I, I, was, I was like, I was like, girl, I don't know what you think. But somebody gonna pay for them. I said, I don't know. I don't know if it's one of you. So somebody to say what you think gonna make somebody up for them nachos. Somebody gonna pay for them nachos. And you had jalapenos on there. And jalapenos. You 
people in there. If you watch the photograph, no. We did. It was a good movie too. It was a great movie. I really but liked that movie. It was like, are you still watching? I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're still watching. <laughs> We're still watching. We're gonna be homies for life. <laughs> that's what she was saying. I was, I was like, yes, yeah, just like that. That scene right there. But, but it's a, it was a yeah, whole yeah. bunch of romantic points in it. You ain't lean over, hold the hand. And- I told you she smacked me when I tried to grab my hand. You missed that part. I, I, I really don't recall that. I'm not gonna lie. Ouch. I think you know he be he like he be joking. I don't know if he joking about that though. I don't know. See, she ain't taking no accountability. No, I'm really saying like, I'm really big on accountability. <laughs> but like, I don't recall. I'm sorry if I did that. You did not do that. You did not do that. I was about to nah, say. Some people, some people, it's not Wow! Why you know what? Now, I'm gonna cut your mic off. Where's my guy? You now you you sound it. was a great movie. Oh, it was a good movie. That was hilarious. It was. Yeah, I saw the whole movie too. I saw every line. I watched. Yeah. I watched. I think the first time I watched, I finished it in the morning. I'm about to play with me. I finished it in the morning because like it, it started. It was a good movie. So I had to finish. No, but we went to the movie theater. We was in the theater. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. Chicka Chuda Theater. Yeah. The one where you order food and shit, drinks and shit. And she was just like, thanks, homie. All right, buddy. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, you know what the first insult was? How much do I owe you? Well, I mean, Oh, no, the fuck you didn't. No, that's good, though. That's no, like, I mean, that, I like that, though. I, like I that. naturally am, am like that, though. That's good. That's good. No, I, I'm pretty sure I really yeah. did do that. Well, women yeah. also like I mean, that. I've never let a woman pay. You know what I'm saying? But the offer. I told us another twenty nine fifty. Thank you. No, I did not do that. He absolutely did not do that. <laughs> I'll give him that. He did not do that. He's nice when he wants to be. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a nice person. Well, you know what? Let me be honest. Let me just be honest real quick. I'm not a nice person. I'm not. But, um, some other people that weren't nice were some of these characters on the House of the Dragons. And neither one of you are into Game of Thrones or House of the Dragons at all. Well, I'll save this for when I have Mill or somebody come on. Yeah. But it was a really good, um, it's a spinoff series and it predates the Game of Thrones by 200 years. Mm. And you get to hear about all of the old shit you hear in their conversations on Game of Thrones. You sing the people. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you're witnessing the stories. Excuse me. He was like, oh, shit. Damn, they did say the great uncle did the thing. And, oh, the grandfather did take her to the movies and she put him in the friend zone. That did happen. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, but it's a really good show. I enjoyed yeah. it. I thought it was um, not, maybe not as good as Game of Thrones. But I'm in. Yeah. The way you end it. Like the next season will start to 2024. What? Oh man. So y'all got time to catch up. Mm. See, I don't know. Now yeah. that you told me 2024, I'm not going like I'm the I'm the binge type. You, you can binge seven seasons yeah. until 2024. Yeah, it's giving. Are you still watching? <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch Game of Thrones? I can't get into it. This is what I'm gonna say. The first two episodes, I'm gonna say were poorly shot. You could tell the buzzer didn't kick in to like mid-season. So the first episode, I had to watch like seven times. And I was like, I don't like the show. 
And all my friends was like, dog, it's a great show. You'll love it. I'm like, dog, I can't get past the fucking first episode. And it was like, just make it to like the third or fourth, dog. Do that. And I was like, ah, all right, episode one. Okay, that wasn't bad as I thought. Episode two, okay, it's, it's getting better, I guess. Episode three was like, I'm like, I don't like this zone. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna watch four right now too. Do a double up. And then after four, I was like, oh my fucking God. Mm. This shit fire. And then by the end of the season, I was like, how they got me? I don't, is that a spoiler? Yeah, I ain't gonna watch it nowhere. All the people I thought were the main characters in the first three, four episodes, they all died. They weren't the main characters. Oh. I was like, how you kill them? I'm so invested in this character. What the kind of show is this? Like, why would you, he's a star, right? They're like, no, he's not. I'm like, mm. what the fuck? And so you go through, you know, anybody can get it. You know, anybody can go in any moment and it's gonna be raw. Like, I, I put a number two to The Wire. I think The Wire is the greatest show that was ever on TV. That's a number two to me. Okay. Yeah, I could not. I'm pretty sure there were several episodes because I was actually dating someone at the time and like he liked it. He was into it. And it was giving, are you still watching? <laughs> and he would just have to watch it like after I left. Like he would try. We would try. I would try. I would try. But like, yeah. <laughs> then I had to become the TV and we just got back to it later. And we're still here years later and I still can't get into it. So. Anyway. Did you say you became the TV? <laughs> Think about this for a minute. <laughs> All right. Okay. Cool. Oh, um, you know what I meant. I know what I meant. Like, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. So I've been obsessed with these relationship reality shows. Um, it's like two or three I watch. Love is Blind is one of them. The kickback is um, the audience actually bullied me on social media. Oh. into going on Married at First Sight. So I did send in my, my little application thing, but I, I, apparently I didn't get picked because when the, um, I was like, what's well, a pandemic? They probably ain't even doing it no more. They're like, new season in Atlanta. I was like, you bitch, you ain't picking me. Y'all ain't picking me. That's hilarious. Um, and so that was like a joke because it was like, go on and go on and go on. And I finally did the application and told them all the questions. It was, it was, it was a good time. That was one of the times the kickback was just on my ass. Like, nigga, well, go on the show, go on the show. But Love is Blind, are you guys familiar with it at all? I am familiar with Love is Blind. A million, yeah. So you start off in these cubicles. You can't see each other. You're just talking, you don't know each other. You go from cubicle to cubicle till you find a potential mate. And then essentially you propose. And if they accept, then you meet each other the next day in person. Yeah. So you're like talking to a person, but you don't see them. Oh, so maybe I'm, I'm thinking like, Steve Harvey or uh, like the, one of the one of the dudes that worked on the Steve Harvey show, but that's that's what love is blind. That's um that's the one that was here a couple years ago. I knew some people on the episode on that season. Okay. It, it's so this one completely different. So you actually yeah. talking directly to the person mm-hmm. based on the conversation. You make a decision that if you want to I mean, accept you, the person. Yeah, yeah. There's whatever the one that was here that people watch, and then it's Married at First Sight, and it's Love Is Blind. Then it's one called The Ultimatum. Where you, you yeah, t- I saw the ultimatum. That was some ratchet shit. It was. You, uh, you're with your person. They may or may not be ready to settle down or get married. So you go into this boot camp, whatever you want to call it, with other singles or other couples. And you date 
around. Yeah, and by the end of it, yeah, and by the end of it, you decide if you want to stay with your person or move on with someone else. That shit was ratchet. That shit was a lot of heartbreaking pain. It was, but it also teaches you like I personally do not believe in giving someone an ultimatum. Okay. Now I do believe in you having to make a decision for yourself, but like giving someone an ultimatum, one or two things are gonna happen. That person is either gonna be like, hey, I'm not ready and you know, that hurts, you can move on, which is fine. Or they're going to sign up for something that they're really not ready for. And, you know, now you have to go through that. So it's like giving someone an ultimatum. If you got to that point, clearly, if they make the decision to move forward, it's strictly because you gave them an ultimatum, not because they made that decision for themselves. And as a woman, I do feel like marriage is, that is that is 100% something that the man has to want to do. I don't feel as though it's something that I can tell someone that they need to be ready for. Now I can have my own, you know, shot clock. And <laughs> if, if it doesn't work out by then, I can see myself out. But I don't think it's appropriate to give anyone an ultimatum. Yeah, personally convinced against their will is other same opinion still. Yeah. I hold that shit and did like uh, I don't want to convince you. Yeah, I want you to want it. Is it and how long? Like this is like what like a couple, a couple weeks, a couple months. Well, the so ultimatum they had, they lived in their own personal lives mm-hmm. and decided the person wasn't ready, so they brought them to the show. Okay. Like, okay. Since they're not ready, we've been together for four years, three years. They're not ready. We're doing the ultimatum. Yeah. And then you, you, you date other people. On marriage. On, on, on engagement. Yeah. I don't believe in timelines. Yeah, that's tricky because the majority of my dating life, it takes me a long time to for it to click. So I'll be with somebody and I'll be thinking, you know, this school, this school, every (laughs) song. That makes sense. What's your sign? I'm a Taurus, but I'm an Aries rising, so I definitely understand. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm. Got to look at my chart. You use the Coastal app? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too me cool. Too. We got, I got to add you. Hell yeah. Yeah. What's Jay-Z? He's Sagittarius. I'm a Sagittarius. What's the rising? His rising work. is how you appear to people. It's how people would perceive or who they would think yeah, that I'm a, you are. I'm a, I'm a Sagittarius rising. My Venus is, my love is Aries again. And um, well, I'll add you. Let me figure it out. But yeah. I, I know, and I told you about this shit before. We didn't talk about yeah, it. Just, just ask your though. mama what time you were born, and we got the rest. Yeah, it's one in the morning, but I'm gonna fight it. That's all. But we need an exact sign. I mean, an exact um, time. I think it's one like six. Yeah. Okay. We'll come. Six in the morning. Shout out to Ice T. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely took it back with that one. Yeah. So Love Is Blind. Um, I'm watching it because I'm into that shit. Like I'm into. Um, not arranged marriages, not nothing like that, but you get to a point, and the reason why they was fussing at me going to go on the show, that's all the same shit. Like, I was gonna meet a girl in a serial aisle, and she grabs cinema to squats, I'm just gonna propose. Just fuck it. Let's just let's just get engaged. We will figure out the dynamics of the relationship later. You gotta make a decision though. Right? You're just like, look, I choose to do this. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's a certain yeah, yeah, because you definitely get married and then you spend time together and then you decide, like he said, whether or not you want to move forward. I like the concept of love is blind. 
because it forces you to get to know a person. So by the time you choose this person, you have chosen them literally and um, like off of you getting to know them, how they think, how they feel, because you literally pick this person based off of your conversations. Mm -hmm. You don't get to see them. So there's no like, you know, there's no lust or there's no like, oh, you look good. So let's see if this is going to work. Like you literally have no idea. Okay. what this person looks like whether yeah. they're white black hispanic like you have no idea unless you hear it in the accent or whatever yeah well yeah but, um they uh i feel like if i did it i don't know i feel like some people would probably not think that i was black mm. because even my what clients, if you're not attracted to a person though? Like, like, that's happened this girl was not attracted to the dude oh. and, and she was so upset that's she was, was so like, upset like, what, you don't have no attraction with this yeah, but I, mean, too, I guess you have the dis- I mean you're able to say uh, yeah I have tried to date women I wasn't attracted to because it made sense you do this I do that you think this way I think that way you get the shits I'm in <laughs> and it didn't work like what I'm used to is and what I enjoy is like woman I'm with like, I'm, I'm, I'm physical. That's one of my love languages, right? So I want to feel like every time I see you, like, yeah, like, yeah. like, did you just breathe? What the way you your clothes off? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how about the fuck are you breathing around me? What the fuck? And I want to feel that way. And this the foul shit. And I, I don't, well, she doesn't know. She probably doesn't even listen to the But us just, there go my baby song came out. And I looked at her. And I was like, that's not my baby. Like, it's oh. not. It's I, not. I, I was going I completely, like, I thought he was going to say I can't look at her and, um, yeah, and see that. I see when the guy told the girl after they chose one another. That yeah, that, I, I think it was a black dude and the girl oh, went yeah, off. She was calling her all kind of names. They was, on the, they was at the pool when yep. he told her. And she was like, what? No, didn't she tell him? Because no. didn't she, like, find out? And she approached him about it, I thought. At the, at the pool. Yeah. I'm not he sure. didn't never tell her, I didn't think. And then she was just like, why he keep holding his hand like that? No, I think it just like came out as far as like, you know, once the show, once you see the show, you're able to, like, people know you in yeah, real life. Yeah. yeah. But to your point, I do feel Ouch. like attraction is something that's very important. Um, it's it like, the, I have to be attra- I have to be attracted to you. And then beyond that, there has to be something that makes it stick even when like I can't stand you. So I believe he told her and got mad at the fact. Boy, he oh, was the one that got mad. That's so, right. Yeah, he yeah. acted the ass. So because he, he told her. Okay. And, and now it's coming I, I, back to I, I, I was about to say something, but I thought it, it, it just might not be good. Uh oh. What kind Whis- of you whispered in my ear. If that's what he did. It sounded like, you know, like he said she didn't accept him for who. Yeah, I think, I think, I think she said, yeah. I literally think she said, like, no, give me a day to man, think about I ain't, this. I ain't about to get yeah, it, 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 <laughs> I think she was like, give me a day to, to process this well, information. And before <laughs> he could uh, process it, before he, she said, give me a day to process. And like the very next morning, he just was cussing her out. He, and I think she was almost with it. Like, maybe so I can't do this. Oh yeah. The, yeah so like, the the oh, other the feminine yeah, he went off 
the not me not so, I got to be very very careful with he, saying he was this, go, so he but was, I, I so feel he was like the 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 man <laughs> the man that he presented himself to be when they started getting into it it was it was given but I mean men can operate in their feminine energy as well as be very clear but it was given very much feminine energy because he was arguing with her like she was another like. Yeah. Like two women going at it because so he was like, "That's why your wig, your wig been messed up this whole time." And it's just like you never really so he hear a man be able to he was be specific he, he, about how your lace looks. He was definitely gonna relax. Most, most men, I'm gonna be honest, most men, we don't know, <laughs> we we don't know your hair is messed up unless it's really messed up, right? Like, look, if, if I can tell something wrong with your hair. I mean, it's, it's fucked It's up. really fucked up. Yeah, that like, means you it's If I can tell you got a new hairdo. I'm like, you didn't hide it at all. <laughs> <laughs> that means it's time to send that cash out so she can go to the hair salon. That's what it's saying. Yeah, get no accountability on a woman to go do her own damn hair. Because nine times out of ten, if my hair is messed up, you messed it up. So yeah, that, would be, that would be true. Yeah. All right, then. He was snapped for the gals arguing her down with the with the read, honey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, he was definitely yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was reading her. Oh, he was definitely going to relapse, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was definitely coming back. No, but it, like... It was coming back. <laughs> Whatever you used to do. But, but you know what, 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 what did he say? Whatever they say he did, he did that shit. <laughs> but... He's going to do it. <laughs> with, like, the LGBTQIA... Okay, and that's correct. You're not being funny. That's correct. Okay, because I, I like I'm, to respect I'm a, everybody. I'm a, um, I'm an advocate. Okay, and 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 as as am I, but I feel like there's so much like sensitivity to that, to where like you know I can say that's not for me and still respect anybody who is, and exactly. so I feel like a lot of people, you know, like for me personally, if I I would not feel comfortable knowingly dating a bisexual man. Right. And I feel like it should be okay for me to say that is not exactly. my preference, but I still respect like whatever you do, do it. But like, please be honest and upfront about it and give me the opportunity to accept it or not. Yeah. That's I where agree. I see the problem is. And that, that's the issue. I think not, more times for women than men, because <laughs> he already sorry. relapsed. Because <laughs> when men, men a, lot of, a lot of times men, we're, we're interested in, in bisexual women or whatever. Like that, yeah. That's a thing or whatever. Like, like me personally, I am. But um, I'm just saying, but um, I, I, want, I, want, I want to be in, you know, in the know. I do want to be in the know. You know what I'm saying? Um, Jav. So that's Love is Blind. Yeah. And um, there's a new show called The Industry that I want to watch. It's kind of like a, from my understanding, like one of those Wall Street shows, these okay. business minds, and they playing all these games to get to the top of the company, and this, 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 that, that. I, I do want to start watching that. Um, I cut it on the other day, but I wasn't in the mood for it. That sounds kind of like Partner Track. So I just finished that, the first season. I really mm-hmm. liked it. Like, partner it's track. like Partner Track, so everybody's on the track to make partner, and okay. then it kind of shows, mm-hmm. like, everything that they had to go through um, as well as like the relationships and stuff like that. So it sounds like similar to. Well, is that a TV show or a reality show? It's, is a, it scripted? It's, a, it's scripted. Okay, yeah, we're both of them are scripted. Yeah. Um, I never finished, it's a B word, not boiler. Billionaires, billions, billions. 
that's supposed to be a show along those lines as well. That's really good. I never okay. finished it. Okay. Um, the first episode, they had like a BDSM scene threw me off. That's when Netflix says you don't finish because when you got the girl in the chair and it's, you spank it. It's going to trigger you. Trigger? In a good way. Oh. <laughs> it's going to pull that trigger. <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> um, but uh, let's see what else we got. Um, oh. As we wrap up, we're going to go, and I always say this is Mill's favorite segment, and Mill ain't even here. Shout out to Mill, but let's get into her favorite segment. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. This weekend? Yeah, you, you riding? Yeah, we can go Wait. before the party. Fried chicken? Oh, party? I it was on Sunday. Wait, what's oh, going Sunday? on? I'm talking about the fried chicken. I thought oh, that, that is Sunday. That on Sunday. We, Wait, could, we could do that in between our team games. I, don't, I think we played one. Wait, what? Who has fried um, chicken? Our, a former co-host, um, and my, my female best friend, is a chef at the Lawrence restaurant. Where and is that located? Midtown. Oh, okay. And she has a recipe. Well, she has a couple recipes. But her one that's most beloved is her mother's fried chicken recipe. Mm-hmm. And they put it on a menu, on a brunch menu, or the Sunday menu. Come on, brunch? And Do they got mimosas there? Uh, they got liquor. They got a bar. So okay, I would so think so. Okay. So um, we go and try to go and support every now and then. You know, just go and support and shit. Yeah. But, um, you did that. Yeah. You coming out? Yeah. <laughs> You're invited. So come on Thank out. Thank you. When, but when are we going? You want to do Sunday? I thought that's when they do the chicken. Like, you I think you want to do fried chicken. So well, just confirm and just let me know. I'm going. Yeah. And oh, her favorite segment. And YouTube makes me uh turn the volume down. Let me try to sue me. But we were the first ones with the this or that segment, and the first ones to use this song. If I don't do that, YouTube will block out. So we got some quick hitters for this or that. This or that used to be a long particular subject but right now i like quick hitters unless something grabs you and you want to speak about it more so let's start with um the, the man you're dealing with the man you're dating your spouse your your companion for life should he pay all the bills or could you go half and half on the bills i'm assuming this question is for me well, well and how would we how do we see it as well with dealing with okay Okay. Well, I'll I'll give my perspective first, I guess. Okay. Um, I feel like this. I, you know, I come from a, a household where the man pays all of the bills. And so how I feel about it is that as independent as I am, I would love to and desire. And I feel like the Lord's going to give me the desires in my heart. So I am going to end up with a man who wants to take care of me, even though he does not have to. So with that being said, I feel like the man paying um, all the bills would probably be appropriate. And then my income can be used for investments, making more money. You know, I'll be able to do cute little stuff on the side. Now, in general, I feel like that is appropriate. I feel like where women go wrong is that if you if you do come into a situation like that and you expect for the man to take care of all the bills, 
you have to understand that you are now subject to living within his wage. So if I'm coming into a situation and I decide to be with a man and this is what he can afford, let's just say he's making, you know, let's just say $100,000 a year. Well, now we have to live within a wage of someone making $100,000. Anything above that, I will be willing to contribute. If my lifestyle takes for a little bit more than that, I would be more than happy to contribute for whatever is above that. Um, so that's kind of how I feel about it. Oh. I'm not mad at that. I'm gonna it up for that one. I ain't mad at that. Um, J. Lou? I would say I'm over 70, 30 type of guy. That is. <laughs> and, and, I would, and I would say this, um, and the reason I would say that is because I feel like as a guy, like, we use those constructs, those, those same constructs on how the people were living at that time. Like, I'm, I do stuff around the house. I'm I'm an involved parent. So it, like, it's different. Like normally when, it, when that parent was like 100%, 100 this, it's like, I, I look at relationships like a balance. But you can balance different things. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know what I'm saying, as, as, a, as a wife, you balance it, you're taking care of 100% of the ch- a child, 100% of the cleaning, I'm taking care of 100% of the bills. Like, you know, it's just a balance in a relationship. But with me, I'm a, I'm a heavily involved father. Like, I'm, you know, we got, I got split custody with my child. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's different. So I'm more of a 70 30 because I want to be, I, you know, I'm, I'm more of like, hey, you need to pay the, I need to pay the majority just because you know, it feels better for me. So, you know, 70 30, and then, you know, you put us, you put us outside, stuff aside for trips. You know, I, love, I love to travel. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm more, I'm more like that. Yeah. I, it's the funny part about that is, is I made a Facebook post about this about a year ago. And the consensus we came to was 70-30. That's what I mean, he's probably on the damn post. And that's the consensus we came to. But I, I do view it two different ways. Um, so whatever, of course, I can take care of my particular lifestyle and more. So if you... I paid 100% of the bills. Yeah, I, I burger, he's married. But I get whatever I want whenever I want. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. Happy wife, happy life. Happy he, spouse, happy house. He gets it. Um, but I also think that if a woman comes into um my world and I'm already supporting my world, I don't know if she gotta come in and then then we do a split on my world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if I'm paying all the bills right now, I'm doing everything right now, and you come in. I'm already, I already got it. You're already paying the bills. Yeah, I'm already doing it. So you make sure we get to um Dubai. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and you you pay for the sex clubs and toys. My sexual done. Sorry, I, I got to say. And, and as a man, like I, I feel like as a man, you should. Come on, you be going down to trapeze. Are they still no, open? I, I don't. I haven't um heard anything about that since the pandemic. Okay. I yeah. got paranoid. As That's a man, problem. I feel like you should like certain stuff. You should have shown the ability to do like it's like. I, I, I got my house before I had one. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like before I, you know, before I ever dated. So I'm like, look, you you have to show that you have the ability to take care of certain stuff on your own, period. Yeah. So that's why I agree with you say, like, look, if you like, hey, look, I already got this life established. Yeah. If you want to do a little bit more, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ultimately, I feel at the end of the day, there's genuinely no right or wrong way I agree. to do it. I feel like everybody should do what works for them and whoever they choose to be with. They just have to align and, and agree with that. Um, and <laughs> I also would just like to say, like, why is it that Black people are the only people who talk about money and bills and yeah. Like, why are we the only community? Like, you do are not. We? I would say this. Are we? I don't know the hell why people in Chinese people talk about. Somebody check me that maybe that's the reason because we, we're not on those platforms. Like, we, we you know, we, maybe because we don't follow. Yeah, we're not on um, JewishPlanet.com. Like, I, I was with you. Like, look, why are we the only ones that are doing it? They, and somebody checking them. I'm like, that's. I don't uh, I think I'm not going to lie to y'all because in different cultures, I, I I would argue and I, I, hope I, I would right, I would, right, man, I, would I was saying was true. <laughs> I would bet that I am right only because I mean in different cultures the man is going to take care of the household. Period. Now, on the other flip side, the woman is absolutely taking care of the house and cooking and cleaning and yeah, making sure awesome. there's meals and things of that nature. And so it's very very I guess you would say traditional. I feel like now in days with women becoming more of the breadwinners yeah. and women are, are working and professional, especially black women now, we're taking they, they over. Out, yeah, but we're, black we're, women out earn us. I we think do. that's why it comes up because they out earn us. We do, average. we do. But that's not accurate. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> you yeah, want to right. go for it? Yeah, like, like, average. I'll read these comments. Shannon says, see, I prefer the bills just get paid. That's it. We work it out between us. Yeah. It's situational. No, Burger said you pay all the bills, but you get whatever you want when you want it. <laughs> um, paying bills together doesn't become a thing until your world becomes our world. Yeah. Okay, I hear that. Um, but the thing about it is a lot of people move in, like, and especially in our Black community, because we're marrying less and things of that nature. So, sure. yes, we are just dating and living together more now. So these conversations are kind of coming up. Um, I've had different situations. I've had a situation where I paid for everything. I had a situation where we literally went half. Well, we didn't start off as half. My um, college girlfriend, I was paying everything because she was just chilling. And then once she, it was like she was there every day. Mm-hmm. Once she moved in, it was like I got half. We were young. Yeah. Um, I think I think it is situational, but I think. Um, I always wonder if I pay for everything, what the fuck are you doing with your money? You put us some good examples, though. But, but for, as far as a man who really like cares about a woman, like what does it matter? Now I get on your end, it's like I'm putting in all this money. What if something happens between us? Now I'm, you know, X, Y, and Z. Like we can get into that. I mean, literally, and, what, and, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, I because feel like I feel like a, as a woman, if I'm still working. And I have a man that's paying all the bills. Of course, I'm going to handle like the, I would like to call it like extracurricular, you know, um, activities. And I mean, I'm in finance and I'm into making more money. So there's obviously different things that I'm thinking about that other people may not think about. But at the end of the day, I've been in a situation where I've had a man living with me and I paid for everything, including dates. I've been into, yes. So for me, for, for, I'm going to tell you this. I want to know what the conversation I would have with you as my So for me, but, but to your point, like you said, well, I do stuff around the house. Like he would cook sometimes and he was kind of handy 
or whatever. It I mean, honestly, I if, so if, too. If it's a hundred, but even I, if it's a hundred percent, it just I'm. I'm it, were, were you just saying that you paid all the bills? You paid all the bills, and he cooked some. Because he moved in with me, and the the what was supposed to happen? What was supposed to happen? Moving in with a woman is the same thing as being homeless. Is what I'm saying. Well, he had an apartment. I do own my. I like I I own my place, so it was. I, I'll give him that. It was easier for him to move in with me. However, the, yeah, the, the agreement, no, cause I was, I mean, either way I wasn't going to get rid of it, but at that time, Airbnb was still lit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, the agreement was like, he would like pay half or like pay for some of the bills. And then obviously he moved in and me being a ride or die, I died. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm not ride or die no more. Cause I died, but, <laughs> but after like the first month i was paying all the bills and why was i doing it because you know i was with him and he always had this different business idea and i was trying to ride for him and be that good supportive person because black men say black women don't do that and i ended up learning like i don't care what y'all say because me as a woman, well, she said, she said, did he put a Lawrence on you? I would never, ever go into a situation, even me as a woman, like I'm not going into a situation if I'm not financially stable. So I feel like as a human being, right. everybody, financial stability and money should not be such a conversation because you should have it. And the only conversation is like, hey, this is what my wage is. This is what I can't afford. And anything above that, you're going to have to contribute. Now, do I necessarily agree with the extreme of women like doing absolutely nothing and the man just spoiling her? Now, some men, that's how they flex. They flex on their woman not lifting a yeah. finger and that works for them. But I am comfortable with having a financially stable man that takes care of things and whatever it is that I want above that, I'm going to have to be willing to contribute to that. Uh, I think that's a, a great note to end it on because I agree with you. Excuse me, 100%. Not like, kept that. <laughs> 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 I can't believe I said that out loud, but I was a lot younger. Like, those are experiences okay. that you have to right. learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's why I can sit here and I can say, hey, that does not work for me because I've already done it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I did. <laughs> Y'all know that that you know what I, the, what I was talking about. I ain't no ride or die because every time I ride, I, I die. die. <laughs> Man, um, this has been a great episode. We, me and Jayla, we can get into sports another day. Um, and just to let you guys know, as far as music, the upon and kickback playlist is available on Apple Music. It's updated every Friday. Um, Twenty One Savage and Drake are doing a joint album called Her Loss. And I think it's going to be some good old toxic future music. I think so, too. I'm, I'm excited about it. it. I actually really like both of them. So I'm excited. Me too. Me too. 21, 21, 21, 21. Oh, God. Because 21 Savage literally is like top three as far as ad libs for me. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, so I'm ready. That's probably one of the best, the best HBCU out there. I'm not sure because it's up to the house. Because um at uh Howard University HU, know. you know I don't know who was there. I don't know who was there, but I know oh, Diddy. No one cares about Diddy. You gotta move on. You gotta move on. I don't know. With that Diddy on and Carisha, please. Carisha, please. Carisha was there. 
Hey, man, look. You get Drake Bell. Drake Bell. Drake Bell. Drake Bell. Drake Bell. Drake Man, the house, man. We did it again. I mean, well, y'all we, did it this year. Did it again. You, you, did it again. you think Drake ain't been in Howard? I'm gonna start twerking on Drake got songs about the being in Howard. Oh, I'm just music. kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Y'all know I'm just kidding. <laughs> the house. Well, I'm just saying, HU. Say, you know say what I'm saying? Babyface album. Oh, Babyface yeah. album was really, really good. I'm an R&B guy. It's called. I told you about it. Did I text you about it? Did I text you about it? No. Well, it's um ladies' night out, um, and it features a bunch of female, all the new hot ladies in R and B, um, and he, of course, Babyface wrote it all, but it sounds modern, but it don't sound like Keith Sweat saying the song like I be shooting my gun last year. I'm like Keith Sweat, you're 75. What you want? Okay, it's not that <laughs> shit. It, it is not Keith Sweat. You're 75. What are you? I'm just saying. Let me not say that because Keith Sweat will fuck me up. Keith Sweat don't play that shit. Oh, he will. Play. He He'll will fuck you up. He will fuck you up. So uh, no, no disrespect, Keith. Peace, brother. Nobody. <laughs> Who want beef with Keith? Nobody. <laughs> but um, the album is really, really good. Um, Ari Lennox has a good song on there. Money Long has a great song on there. Ella May got a good song oh, yeah, on there. He, he brought yeah. him out, like, cause what? Yes. That's what's up. Um, the Asley cool Brothers new album has a couple good songs on it. They did a little bit of that. We're going to do what the young kids do. Mm-hmm. Those songs I can't really get into, but Make Me Say It Again, which is a remake by um, Eminem uh, Beyonce. Love that. And he remade uh, my motherfucking song, They'll Never Be, which is about a group Switch, which is the, the bar, the older brothers of the barge. Okay. And he remade the song, or they remade the song, Take This Out. With Elder Bars, that's cool, right? And Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm. Come on. Do you hear me, man? Asley Brothers, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Elder Bars, one song. I got the Earth, Wind, and Fire records down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Lieutenant, what's up, Mr. Timba? Okay, all right, cool. That's a good one. Um, Young Jeezy back. I love it. Him and DJ Drama put out an album. It's mixtape style, but it's all original music. Fucking fire. Make me feel like it's DC and, you know, 2005, and I got small bags in my left pocket, fat bags in my right. That's how it made me feel. And I've been serving on my left pocket all night. So I'm <laughs> killing it, and I didn't even have to go to the good, you know what I'm saying? Anybody little shit. Anybody had a point sixes and a point sevens. Is it? Yeah. What is a point seven? Well, you're supposed to sell a gram, right? But a gram of um love, a gram of love. I love it. Yeah, I, I, yeah so. <laughs> but it, a lot of people love it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it took you back to a time. Um, so that was great to hear. He did a good interview with Main Dog for Game, and another interview I want to talk about. Um, because she called me and asked me, you know, how I felt about the interview. And I told her it was fine. She got to tell her story and I got supported. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about my boo. Y'all know who my boo is. A child, how did I know she was talking about Ashanti? Because that's my boo. Like, who about else would I be talking about? You. She did. She wanted me to watch Shut it and give her my thoughts. I was going to see you See? Okay, so both of y'all liars. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Ashanti wished me happy birthday. And that's a fact. And she okay. shouted me out on video. That's... The proof of our love. If okay. I have to show it to you, I will. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. 
too no much. Need, no need. But, um, <laughs> and uh, so she um, she talked about the relationship with Irv, and she basically was like, "Get over it, dog. Like you just messy. I see a lot of female in you, and I like Irv." But I didn't really like that. You know what I'm saying? Can we just talk about the fact that he is married and still talking about Ashanti? Like, could you imagine? He's not married. He's not married. No, anymore. no, 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 no. He, he was not, married. He was married at the time, but he said they were separated when when he was dealing with Ashanti. He, he was dating some young chick. So he's the not last married right years. now. No. Huh. He, he, was, he was married at the time when he was dealing with Ashanti, but he said. She didn't break it up. They were separated. Yeah, time. like uh, it, 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 the first ten well, chicks I would end his marriage. Yeah. She was not a home wrecker. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't you take Ashanti to be that type. And I if you um, really he did. actually had a reality TV show with his ex-wife about 12, 13, 14 years ago, and it was good. Like it was, it was a good show. It showed him and the kids and the wife, and they were just at the point of the end of the relationship mm-hmm. and she was like stop cheating and act right and come home and he was like if i come home i'm gonna keep fucking ashanti well, he didn't say that but he was like, if i come home i'm gonna do to you again what i did to you and i will never do that to you and she was like but now you're doing a new thing to me by not coming home and he was like if i come home and cheating you like i would you deserve better than me and i would be a piece of shit to even pretend and she was like, well, don't pretend, change. And watching that dynamic over two seasons where she's like, come the fuck home. And he's like, I can't treat you right. I yeah. shouldn't, not, I don't deserve to come home. Uh, but seeing that dynamic, that was the range of emotions from him being like, if I go home and cheat, I'm a hurter. If I don't come home, I'm a hurter. What the fuck? And her like, you hurt me when you cheated and then you hurt me not coming home. And it was it was one of them shows that like it put at your heart because you're like I feel both of them. I feel both yeah. It's yeah, like, but it's just like I want women to understand that you cannot change a man. Like there's yeah. absolutely nothing you can do to change a man that does not want nope. to change and that does not want to be that man for you. If you know, and I feel like women have not accepted that. And that's why there's, you know, this competition of where you look at the next woman and now you're comparing. And it's like, it doesn't matter what it is because half the time men cheat down. Now in that situation, I mean, Ashanti, I don't know what I could say if a man came home and told me you cheated on me with Ashanti, like, how was it? (laughs) (laughs) Would you say, call it over, I want to talk about this? No, no. I, I, would, I would just, I would just ask him like if I could meet her in the bedroom, have a meeting in the bedroom. Bedroom, bedroom. I'm talking, to, I'm talking over brunch because like it's just. Is like, that what you, you call know? it now? You call it brunch? Because <laughs> I call it something different. But if you call it brunch, brunch lunch, somebody lunch. gonna be eating. Brunch, lunch. You thought I was finna you? Eat you over lunch. I'm gonna start calling women a brunch. You thought I was feeling you? You a brunch. Okay. <laughs> Joe, Joe Biden was like, you thought I was feeling you? You a throat. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Have you ever been a munch? Nah, I, I, when I come up, I'm, I'm coming with me. Wait, you don't. You don't eat the brunch? No, munch is someone that you call yeah, you just to eat your pussy and nah. they cannot, have, you will not give them sex. You call them just for nah, head. That's a- that's a part of sex for me. So not. Nah, oh. Yeah, bro. I was calling my little boy much. I'm like, hey, you a much. 
<laughs> no, no, no. That's why he was laughing because he's probably like, you don't even know what it really is. Yeah, no, that means only. Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean. Yeah, no, I'm coming up. No, as, as a man, as a man, I don't think. Well, I, well, I I've had a few munches in my time. Yeah, and I was about to say, I don't think men really do that, but that's a lie because I've heard women say that. Yeah. I've never been a munch, but I have. I think that's it. That's, I've had niggas do that, but I've had munches. That's, that's when I've had a lot of shit don't work. That, that, if you don't, if you go munch, that's because your shit don't work. Well, no, no, they, they won't let you fuck. Is the is the prevailing thing? Like they called you to. Um, I don't want to say. Well, she say the shit on the podcast. So she, Mel used to call them head hoes, niggas that she would call to get head, but she wouldn't fuck them. Yeah, and it wasn't like his shit didn't work. She just ain't fucking him. Yeah, she called him because she wanted her pussy. Cried. What? Because he munched, and then there was no <laughs> lunch after, and I um he cried. He was like maybe probably I mean maybe out of like he was mad. Oh, but did he really face. cry? No, he. There were tears. Wow, that's fucked up. There were tears. Why would he cry? I mean, why would he cry? <laughs> See, that's why you gotta let him lick it before you stick it. They gotta mm-hmm. suck it before you fuck it. They, it's always ladies first. Ladies first. I be mean, goddamn. I go to because I know what I'm gonna do. And when I when I do what I do, and he be like, yeah, I'm like, no. I'm, I ain't gonna cry though. That's crazy. That's crazy to cry. I ain't gonna cry about. Damn. Yeah. I've only had one person cry um, in a sex thing, and um, I, I was I was doing what I'm supposed to do. She was like, "I don't know why I'm crying." I was like, "I, I do." Know. <laughs> I know that little spot right there. I do. <laughs> That's why you know, you're crying because you know we're not gonna settle down. <laughs> like this is never gonna be mine. And you know, yeah, wow. that's you know what. But no, she, no, in all seriousness, she no, was I'm crying. I'm gonna come back for part two because I have so many topics that I want to talk to them about. And the podcast is a little different now. So we do a pod and kickback, which is what this is—a traditional pod. And then we do kickback conversations where we could do an episode just on financial advisory. You know what I'm saying? And then we have kickback after dark. Oh. It's after about, talk. It's about fucking munching, floating, and dating. Are you still watching? <laughs> right. That's what we should call it. Are you still watching? And then we have kickback sports where we specialize in cool sports. I love it. So we'll, we'll bring you back on for either the conversation or the after dark. I'm mad we didn't get to talk about sports. I was ready. She want to talk about sports. What was about? You know, Westbrook, Westbrook's trash, Lakers trash. <laughs> we, we don't slander Russell Westbrook on his podcast. He gets slandered in too many places. But every yeah, he, show. Every show in America. They kill it, Russ. They kill it, but I will say this. And I also just I'm glad he's not on about, our team anymore. Yeah, but I also want to talk, <laughs> I want to talk about Tom Brady and how his future ex-wife <laughs> she, she relieved that protection spell. And that's why that man has aged, and that's why he's going oh, through what shit. he's going through. Because she put oh, a protection shit. spell on him, and after that happened, isn't her name Giselle? It is. Yeah, she didn't relieve it, and that's why he looks 40 years older like that. Oh, Shannon's going to eat that shit up. because And that is another rich. reason why everything is going on the way that <laughs> it's happening. Way. <laughs> nah, she don't know about it. That, that probably, I mean, there could be some truth to that. Okay. Um, it's like when God removed the protecting from um from Job. 
almost. Somebody said what? What? Oh, that was Shannon. She Wait, said, Wait, what? Because <laughs> she, she did. But Tom Brady, the quarterbacks are getting old. Tom Brady has gotten old. Aaron Rodgers has gotten old. This year, release um, oh shit, Russell Wilson. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was dating Danica Patrick. Russell Wilson was dating, or is married to Sierra. Did all of them get together and say we're gonna make our husbands retire with the spell? Probably. They, they all went left. She don't call me a witch. <laughs> 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 a spiritual healer. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a Jewish person. I, like, don't call I, me a Jew. I will be interested Jewish. to see what, what, what She's co- the what, good kind. I, I will be interested to see what cards Shannon pulls for you, though. Oh, shit. Wait, Shannon, can you do it for me, too? What'd she say? Yeah, oftentimes, don't recover like, like, and face somebody their partner. Exactly. Ooh, I'm going to hit up Shannon. Shannon, we're going to talk after this. I want some cards. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd be interested. Uh, now I'm calling Shannon. I'm me. calling Shannon right after this. <laughs> you got her number, Shannon. We calling you right after this. See, see, Shannon been on the podcast. She was on last week. Aww. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make that happen. Um, I'm, I'm waiting to see if she got something to add real quick before we close because she probably like, yeah, you know, there's something, something, and then the olive oil vinegar. I'm a healer. Mm-hmm. I ch- I ch- I know. What oh, I know that's um, right. So. We can't call her to change. We'll talk about it. After. We'll figure it out. I I I I can read your cards. Hold up. Uh uh-uh, uh. Do not play with me. See, see all these black people here. <laughs> um. So this is you. Um. A queen. I know that's I right. I see. I see. You rewatching the photograph. We, we sure will. And. I lost it, but um, <laughs> but, um he, he pulled the queen. He pulled the queen, the, the queen of hearts. Uh, yelling at me. Stop playing. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. All right, everybody. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. See, see. Boogie, boogie, boogie. Shit, that shit is like crazy though. But I, I, I have had the ability to see into people. I'll talk about that later. But I know this one girl um that I was cool with and I was like I like I, I was doing all my energy on my channel. And, no 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 now I'm being serious. Now I'm being serious. I was reading a book called The Meduna which is the Egyptian book of the dead, which is the book of life. And this is ancient this is where the aunt comes from. That's why I always got aunts and shit on because that's a nod to that. Um and my name knew. I looked. I was looking through the book. Like, give me a sign. I think I'm. Going, I think I'm tripping. Talking to myself. If this shit I'm reading is really real, send me a sign. And it was like, turn to page eighty. And I was like, all right. And I opened it up, and eighty was a whole chapter about in you, about new, and what new was. And new is the deepest level of consciousness you can get to before you fall asleep. And I was like, and now I'm scared. <laughs> like, yeah, I said, give me a sign. If you gave me one, I'm out. That was too much for me, but. <laughs> I read or I, I held hands with different women and was telling them what I, whatever came to my mind to see if I really had it. And I was like, I feel like when you were young, this happened and this, this, this. And the chick started crying and was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I was reading this, this book. And I was like, all right, I'm scared again. That's what I always do. I always get scared. Like when I get too spiritual, too deep, I'm like, all right, I'm out, dog. I'm mm. Seeing, seeing spirits and shit, I'm like, all right, I'm good. Yeah, I'd be scared to see my mom. I'd be telling my mother, like, hey, mom, don't, 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 can't appear to me. 
Nah, yeah. I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna lose it. Don't appear to me. I'm not the one you can appear to. Talk to me in my dream. Mine is more so intuitive and discerning. And yeah, I have dreams. So I don't necessarily see things, but I will dream. I guess they say like visions. I don't know. But yeah. I can, um, I have a, a thought and then one day the thought will happen. Mm. But it don't be like a like a pressing thought, like, yeah. like, oh my God, I'm thinking about this thing. It'll be like, I want some funnel cake. Hmm. And then you know what? Never mind. Just, just don't give me no mic. Right? Don't give me no mic, man. Appreciate <laughs> Coming out. I appreciate you for watching. Yeah, for watching. All of it. Yeah, man. And, and, and thank you guys for coming out. And I'm gonna leave you. And, and yeah, because if you come out, then she might not get pregnant. But anyway, I just want to leave you with this one thought about being your best self and doing, you know, what you need to do and how you should present it. I'm leaving conspicuous consumption. Really? If you have it, flaunt it. Really? Oh no, we out. We out. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Tell me, turn my mic off. I'm gonna turn my mic off.